0: and super fans of the bucktooth gremlins this is episode 17 of our show and for the second week in a row we have an extremely extremely special guest and as always i'm kevin i'm pete i'm sean
1: and pete you want to take it away with the intro uh we have here a award-winning actor you i think you've got an award under your belt don't you you do i better (laughs) (laughs) award-winning actor um best-selling author Star of The Room, writer of The Disaster Artist, Greg Sestero. Welcome to the show, Greg. It's
2: great wow. to be here. Um, nice. Yeah. No, this is You love, just, you love you just did new an York. appearance
1: tonight mm-hmm. over here in Huntington, New York. How'd that go?
2: It was great. Cinema Arts Center. Um, a lot of new faces. We were doing a 20th anniversary screening of The Room. And there were a lot of spoons, a lot of new people, a lot of high energy. Um, it's the first time I've ever really done anything in, in that part of, of uh, Long Island. So um, it was great. Yeah, we did a, we a Q&A before. Nice. And, you know, try to get the people ready for it. But, yeah, I mean, you can only prepare people so much for a bad movie. you can like lead them to it but they were in great hands because there was a lot of people who had seen it before um and they got them really pumped up and the 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 first screening that came out the look on the people's they were invigorated they came up these 10 year old kids were there what and they came up to me and they said would you sign my spoon that was amazing Wow. And well, I'm so like
1: uncomfortable watching 10-year-old kids fuck a belly button?
3: No, he didn't bring them.
2: But but there's there's that, but then I'm thinking what entertainment value are they getting out of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like there's
1: they're, they're watching a space alien do doing a soap that's opera. That's true. So there's,
2: but there's comedy and then I feel like when a whole audience is cheering and laughing it makes the movie more fun. Yeah. yeah. But like I was watching Die Hard in 7th grade. I was watching Yeah. Um you know, there was Nightmare on Elm Street. There's Beverly Hills 90210. I, I, watching this movie, thinking back, what I would have thought of it? Right. I don't think I would have made it past the first five minutes.
1: Right. I want to go off topic yeah. a second. Can well, any, all of you remember the first R-rated movie you've ever seen? Revenge of the Nerds.
0: Really, hundred percent.
3: It might have been the same thing with you. What about you? I would have to go with Nightmare on Elm Street. And oh wait, it might have been
1: Porky's yeah it was porky's i think it was porky's with my that, fir- yeah. my first r-rated movie it was a sniper movie with charlton heston hunting a sniper at the super bowl wow. called wow. two minute warning and with John. oh
2: Casavetes. i remember that i remember that
1: is it good movie it's a good it, it's 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 i don't know what i don't even want to call it a bad movie which is something we're going to lead into a little bit later but it's a good movie that was my first r-rated movie
3: john cassavetes was in it
1: john cassavetes but a, I think you guys wow. said something really you know, prevalent before, poignant,
0: where, like, who's bringing a 10-year-old to that? I, re- I watched Revenge of the Nerds, but I think it was, like, my buddy, we stole the VHS from, like, his dad or something and watched yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good had, point. You no, know, yeah. the parents had no idea that we were watching in the basement.
2: I mean, I was in New Zealand a few years back, and there were 11-year-olds that showed up with the t-shirts that said, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were asking questions during the Q&A. Like, they got it. They were... there wasn't like they were... Oh, they're... They understood the whole movie. Yeah. And... And... Another thing with movies that, like, great pizza can make any movie feel better, right? If you're eating pizza and you're watching a movie, that can, make, that can buy yeah. time right. for right. a movie to be a better experience. Yeah. But uh, when you're seeing it with a crowd, again, that's cheering it on, that's celebrating moments. It makes those moments feel way bigger. Right. As opposed to if you watch it at home... You're gonna see that it's gonna feel like why am I watching this movie?
3: It's almost like that Rocky Horror Picture Effect, where Rocky Horror Picture might not have been you know, it wasn't. the greatest. It, thing was ever. A, it was a
1: disaster when it first came. Yeah, mm.
3: but look at the following. Right? Forty-eight years is
2: something you're saying?
1: Forty-eight years. Wow.
2: And and I saw so I was in Estonia on Halloween night um, last year, and they were showing Rocky Horror, and I introduced it to this crowd of Estonians dressed up, and I haven't seen it much. I've seen it maybe once, and and uh, I it, sat it. Was it dubbed? No.
1: So it was subtitled. It had to be subtitled,
2: subtitle. yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting there watching and they're like yelling about that man's neck in the beginning. They're like, where did his man this man's neck go to? And I was like, whoever who thought of that? You know? And but if you saw that at home, you'd never think of that. Never. Right. So people will point out little factors that'll make it a, a much bigger experience.
0: Does any is any more crew members enjoy like the experience you're going through from the from the room? Um, I
2: think you know, so a cameraman showed up when I was in Cleveland. Right uh in january and he was one of the camera operators of the hd camera because the room was shot on two cameras at the same time so he was part of the hd crew and he everyone wants to talk about that he's working on other projects everyone only wants to talk about the room so he was there for that and he came up we did like and, a QA. well
0: you know these 20 years later what do you think from working on the film was so like why what, what is it so important to people like why do you think they gravitate to the room it's
2: just one of those things like i remember My first Hollywood obsession was James Dean. Right. And I think it was because when I was reading the biographies, he was a young actor, like all of us start out to be, and he died young. So he never got a chance to see his success. So there's an intrigue factor there. What was he thinking? What what could have been? And I think with The Room, it's the same kind of deal. It's like, why? Yeah. Why was this movie made? Why would you dump all this money in and make something that you can tell is obviously bad, all the acting's bad. Why would you put up a billboard? Why would you do all that? And then, like, who would pay for it? Oh, it's this guy who, you know, has a thick accent. It was
1: one of the greatest mysteries when the billboard first went up.
2: Yeah. And so there needs to be mystery to build a cult movie. Right. And that's what this movie has. There's no answers. Yeah. Right. And and, and what's fascinating is that, like, normally people want to get out there and publicize themselves. I'm from here. I'm this. But the, you know, the lead actor, he doesn't want to say anything so he keeps his privacy and that makes you just want to know more
1: yeah yeah, yeah I think I agree with that has, has the movie do you think made it's money back
2: I think if the, the intended goal was to make it's money back it easily could have but because so much has been spent on the billboard, promotion merchandise um, I think it was never made to make money it was made for a purpose uh,
1: to so give purpose. There's, there's been reports of the tag. when everything was said and done was about seven or eight million dollars.
2: Um, I mean, because the other thing you got to factor in, he bought all the equipment.
3: Yeah. Oh.
2: Everything was bought.
3: Really? Does so he
2: still own it? Still has it, but he, obviously there's there's now re. Cam- we shot like we, we, we right. shoot movies on re cameras now. Yeah. You don't shoot them on Panasonic HD mm. era cam cameras. So it's not really. It's probably got no value now, except for that it made.
4: The room. Yeah. Man. But. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a very. He spent a lot of personal money, wow. and so thank God it found an audience. Because you imagine yeah. making that and <laughs> just having it be your own home home video. Yeah, and you're going out on is. a date, and you're like,
3: <laughs> I made a movie once, <laughs> going on over, and you put that on. It's like that was its purpose. Check this out. Now, what the move? Uh, 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 have something you want to say? I, the, I think part of part of the room is is the mytho- is, is 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 almost word of mouth that you don't really see. In film like a lot it hit a certain uh, it hit a certain uh, like nerve nerve that you never truly really see even with these like big budget you know mgm all these guys can't hit that nerve where it's like people like oh my god you have yeah the, to the word
2: it. of mouth is so strong that uh you know we had done that screening in sayville and people brought those same people came again but they brought new friends Right. So that group that came in three, now they came in seven and and there's no marketing. it's you you just they, it's it. the word of mouth that yep. people want to share it. And that's something that like back in the day, word of mouth meant something right. now yes. people could pay for ad boosted ads, yep. Maybe they come up with fake press. back then it had to be something that was so you know had such strong word of mouth that's what built right. the room. So the foundation of the room is so deep. And right. it wasn't built overnight, so now movies will come out like the movie we're talking about, *Skinner Meringue*. Like yeah. that hit a, a thing where people like We're in, and then you know, is that movie going to be around twenty years from now? No.
1: Um, is anybody even talking
2: about it? We don't, we don't know. But I had a lot and of you're on
1: twenty years now, and they're talking about their own. Yeah, twentieth anniversary is this year. And I, well,
2: mm-hmm. well, that was for example. We're at this theater. There's nobody there to see any other. There's like there's three people. To see these movies at the theater. And then we did these two screenings. There's more people to see this movie 20 years later right. Right. than there was to see all combined this entire week of other movies. That That's what
3: I mean. Like, so it's, know,
2: it's, it's, it's an experience more horrible. so than just a film.
0: And now right. uh, imagine those, those young kids from Australia, or the ones you just saw, they're, when they're 20 years old, 10 years from now, they might tell, you know, the, right. when 20 years, when they're 30, they might tell their kids to come, right. hey, watch this movie. It's Smooth
2: the, the, the COVID 19 of film.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it really, it really, You know what? It really is. The legs on this thing are incredible, and studios want to bottle something. They can't. They can't.
2: Yeah, do it. it's steady thing. It's tough. I mean, honestly, like we did. I did this movie called Best Friends. Um, that that we made a few years ago when the disaster was released. We had, we had just gone out and made this film, and we released it. And I would do these events uh, in Australia, and we'd have this, you know, for the premiere tons of people would come out. It was really exciting. And then they're like, we're going to do a week run of this. And you see it doesn't have the same thing as the room. It's yeah. shot better. It's technically a right. better story. But, like, people see it and they enjoy it. But there's not that, like, craving obsession that there is yeah. with the room. Like so your,
3: kid, your kids are going to want to see it because we talk about it. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. They're yeah. going to be yeah. like, remember Dad and Uncle Sean mm-hmm. and Uncle Pete were talking about this thing? And they're going to see it. And it's they're going to yeah. tell their friends.
2: Yeah. It's just a master level of of cringe. There's just (laughs) a
3: master level of cringe. cringe. You know what I mean?
2: It's just something that it's such a cringe masterpiece that like there's good movies and then you 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 see them move on, but there's that cringe that it's just it's beautiful when it hits right.
3: You want to go back and see it again? What makes it so
1: cringeworthy is that everybody is trying. Nobody's phoning it in or faking.
3: Yeah, yeah. Everybody's
2: trying. It's just and there's just that awkwardness. Like I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, I just saw you. What are you talking? Like, it's just everybody <laughs> is mean, at a weird point in their life yeah, when they made yeah. this movie.
1: It's got the most ridiculous breast cancer thrown in line that I have ever seen in a yeah. film. And did the woman who played Claudette ever question?
2: She did. She was. She was great. She was. She was sixty-four. We're Making this movie, her kids are out of the house, and she's she still, she still around. Yeah, I think she's 80, yeah, she must be 84, 84, 85. Wow, she's driving up from Orange County and she's, um, you know, she's cruising up. She's this is what she's throwing herself into doing. She's now got free time. She put out, she saw Bad in Backstage West and she auditioned for it. And so she's been pushing this thing, she's been doing it for months. I wasn't part of this early on, but Tommy would hold these castings and these auditions and these rehearsals, so she was doing it, and she'd say. She could never get a script. She's like, so does this breast cancer, what, what does it come up with? I, is this a, an arc? And Tommy's like, yeah, you know, in America, people don't like to talk about cancer. So we don't, we don't like to talk about it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and she just rolled with it. And then one time I remember she got so mad because we do these rehearsals. And she's like, we do, we've done this same scene five times where I'm like, hello. How are you? You should marry Johnny. Okay, I got to go. And so it was like the same scene and then she's like and we never bring up the breast cancer again <laughs> it
1: doesn't it wants to throw away life um you know you were part of the audition process though at some point during it did anybody famous audition for the room
2: no so what I, what i did i came along tommy had put an ad in backstage west and he needed help there was about four thousand headshots that had been sent in from all the submissions wow Actors from all over. So I went over there and started opening headshots and Just calling people in and he's like we need This for tomorrow. So I stepped in and I'm like, this is kind of fun. My girl. So, so Tommy was like, I'll pay you a hundred dollars you open headshots and um, I was getting a new place with my girlfriend at the time and we were trying to get this new place We need like a couple hundred bucks. Right. She's like, I know you're de- just all you're doing <laughs> And then this, you're you're getting hundred bucks getting out of there. So and I was like so much fun. I'm opening all these headshots and like this girl and that girl and this. Right, right. So I was like calling them up, I'm, like, hey, can you be here at 1 p.m. for this audition? So I basically all of a sudden just turned into the casting director. And so you I'm 100
3: bucks a day for it. Yeah. And so yeah, these,
2: all, all these girls. So I remember I, this one girl came in and I swear to God, she looked just like Angelina Jolie. And Tommy was like, Lisa needs to be Angelica Jolie. This girl walks in, she like literally looked like Angelina Jolie. I'm like, Shooting baskets, because we were filming, we was at the, the rental shop place where we shot the room. That was the audition room. Okay. All right, yeah. And so they, they she walked in, and I'm like, I stopped dribbling, and I'm like, holy shit. Damn. And then Tommy <laughs> sat her down, and he's like, so what's your dream with acting? What do you like to do in life? And she looked at me like, <laughs> what? And so I was like, I don't know. So then she kind of stuck around with audition, and then she came up to me, she's like, do you guys know who's playing Johnny? And I was like, um, I didn't want to waste her time anymore. Right. So I was like, he is. She's like, oh, oh okay. No, yeah, no, I no, think no. my job is going to be a little too strict. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to work this into my schedule, but here's my number. And I was like, that's kind of how it went. I'd call on yeah. people. I'd met right. new people. And it was an exciting process to be behind the camera. So every week we'd see new actors come in. And that's how I basically cast the other Mark and other people kind of came in so we did this for like six weeks and that's
1: something that a lot that i'm I'm bet these two don't know because i don't think they read the book and it doesn't portray it in the movie you weren't supposed to be mark
2: no so i was roommates with tommy and he wrote the original draft of the script while we were roommates um he disappeared for a while came back had me read it and i was like this thing's incredible but i don't think it's right for me Uh, I, this agent, I was auditioning for things I was trying to get like, you know, at that time, yeah, Yeah, I was, I was going out for legit stuff. So I thought like, you know, shows, shows what Hollywood's made of. Um, I was like, this is, yeah, this isn't for me. So I helped him cast someone else in that role, but he kept saying, you got to do this part. If you don't do this part, it'll be like a huge mistake. Like you'll regret it. Okay. I'm like, sure. But then it was the night before filming I'd been the casting director thing for like six weeks and now we had a cast. So everyone knew me as the casting director producer. They're like, why aren't you in this? I was like, oh, I'm just a film student. I didn't tell them what my real background was that I knew Tommy. So you were driving um, down Santa Monica Boulevard and he's like, look, we, we, just, <laughs> we just epically failed at picking up these girls yeah. because Tommy was like, what do you girls do besides drink? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they're driving next to us on Santa Monica Boulevard like pointing at us laughing and Tommy's like Aww. waving and I'm like oh. and so Aww. he told me um, Greg you know you really should do this movie and, um, and this is your last chance and this is what I'll offer um, you don't have to take your pants off during the sex scenes and I'll buy you a new car so, right. I'm oh, yeah, I'm, so I'm 24 I'm kind of struggling just moving to this apartment Got this crappy car that's breaking down. Um, and I was like, damn, you know, I'm going to be on set all day anyway.
1: Yep. But you knew the script was a shit show.
2: I mean, I've been, yeah, I mean, we had been casting. It was, it was, but, and I also knew he was investing in the 35 millimeters. So I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not do it? And, and so that was the night before filming. We showed up the first day to the film. There's another guy in my part. So imagine,
3: yeah, I was just
2: ask imagine this. To you guys are doing a podcast, right? You guys are doing a show. He's the co host, right? Mm-hmm. And then the night before, he's like, you know what? I don't think he fits it. You're going to come in. You're going to be the new co host, but we're not going to tell him. And you're just going to start doing episodes. <laughs> and I'm going to tell them you're a test for something else. But then you just start doing the whole, you just,
4: insane.
2: and so what happened was we were shooting the room on two, oh cam, on two cameras at the same time, film and HD. So he told the camera guy, when, when the other Mark goes, don't roll film. Oh my God.
5: Holy shit. Just
2: roll the HD and we'll just delete it. And then someone leaked <laughs> that they were doing that and it blew up all over the set. And, and the other Mark was like, what is happening? Was oh you like,
3: you must have been. I would have been super uncomfortable. I was, I, I,
2: I thought this is so wrong to do. <laughs> he's gonna. Been... I was like, he's gonna. He said he was gonna fire him, but then he didn't fire him. And he's like, why don't we shoot the whole movie with two,
1: <laughs>
5: oh my two God. marks?
2: <laughs> am... And get this, you it's know,
1: had Duke show two twins. They might have been
4: great.
2: And then the other. Uh, so get this, the <laughs> other Mark, his roommate was Chris R. That's how we found Chris yeah. R.
1: Chris R if he's the guy who points the gun. Where's my fucking money, Danny?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the roommate of, of the other Mark.
1: Oh my god.
2: And I remember we, we became like gym gym buddies after <laughs> and of the uh, other Mark? Uh, of of with, oh, and yeah. so he told me, he's like, Yeah, I mean, you know, my my best friend is Dan, it was this guy's name.
1: Shout out to Chris R, by the way, the best actor <laughs> in the film by the bar. And, second, and, second best. And, second best. And okay, so- I'm sorry. I, I gotta give <laughs> you, you. reference to the second best.
2: Okay. uh It's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. Um, but then uh, he's like, Yeah, and Again, nobody knew any of this backstory. So it was oh just gosh. an insane oh. way to start wow. filming. Wow.
3: That wow. is super uncomfortable. And he should have just fired him, just went in there and be like, listen, change, you're out. Like, yeah. You know. um, That's... But, you, how many days did you shoot
1: it?
2: Uh, so we started filming August 14th, and we filmed until Thanksgiving. So it was a long shoot. It was a That's long a shoot. long shoot. The Chris, R, the Chris R scene took um, three weeks to film on the rooftop. <laughs> Oh my god!
5: Three
4: minutes of the
2: movie. <laughs> three weeks.
3: <laughs> How much did he change from the on, like just on the fly? Like
2: um the tuxedo football scene where we toss
1: football and you, t- you just fall that,
2: in was the spur, that was spur.
1: That was spur the spur of the moment,
0: and he just pull, The guy falls in the
1: alley yeah. right just but, I don't know. But, out of nowhere. And all, now for those you know, I don't know if you guys really know this or not, but that actor disappears two thirds of the way through the film. And he's replaced by a new actor. That nobody recognizes. That nobody recognizes, and everybody's talking oh, yeah. like, "Who the hell is this guy? Where did this guy come from?"
2: And that is what again nobody those quit. those choices. You know, if you get to that point in the movie, and the movie kind of starts to make sense. It's not as right. It's yeah. not as yeah. bad. Yeah. So again, we got saved by this it's, by this guy who quit, and then in comes a guy we have no idea who he is.
1: But not only is the lead of the film so creepy, there's creepy stuff in it, like. Even the coffee shop scene is creepy.
2: People are oh, ordering yeah. coffee for like three sets of groups yeah, before yeah. the leads show up. And right.
1: Then, and she's and, and she's like, oh, like she's pushing cheesecake, cheesecake like she's a cheesecake dope dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: cheesecake's really
1: good. It's really good. And she, by the way, do you, know, you
2: know who that waitress was? <laughs> she was a former acting class patron of Tommy and I. <laughs> That's why she was in the film. Like he called her in because he wanted to give her a part.
1: That was nice so much of the movie is ADR Like the whole scene in the pets, when the, flower shop, yeah. the flower shop The whole scene is ADR Yeah,
2: yeah. because we just showed up to film there And it was just a flower shop And we're like, can we film here? Will you play yourselves? Let's get <laughs> oh, three wow. takes and get
1: it done Wow So when you guys finally did the transfer to home video Did you use the film or did you use the HD mask?
2: Uh, it was the film They used the film Yeah Yep. Wow. so it was uh, the DVD of the Blu-ray was all film.
1: As a matter of fact, he's doing an appearance. In, there's one 35-millimeter print, apparently, of the film still sticking around. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh. Theater in Atlanta owns it, and he's doing an appearance at a drive-in in July, and they're going to show the 35-millimeter print. Yeah. Oh, very cool. And that's the only one. Um, I mean, we could talk about it now without giving explicit details, but you and I have planned that we're doing a room room palooza i guess we're going to call it room palooza and we're going to do three locations in the new york area in either june or july yeah with some special guests and yep. some surprises uh and it'll be over the course of a weekend friday saturday sunday um one long island location which we'll reveal later one new jersey location which we'll reveal later and we'll say it, fair oaks driving yes one, one of one of my uh, favorite spots in the country yeah, and it's going to be like a little palooza event to celebrate the 20th anniversary. Yeah, very awesome. cool. That and is great. There'll be more details later as awesome. we put that together. But tonight, the yep. guys got to see your directorial debut. Yes. Miracle Valley. Yeah. Which, um, give a little bit of background about Miracle Valley.
2: Miracle Valley is uh, based on a true story about a cult in the Arizona desert that would traffic people based on their blood type. And there's a preacher who claimed he could bring people back from the dead. Um, really, know- a bizarre underground story that Arizona has kind of pushed underground. I came across this the, their church, which is just abandoned out in the middle of nowhere. And I looked up a bunch of stuff on it. And um, so I moved down to this ranch in Arizona with the only intention of making a horror film. And it was kind of fun because I was able to scout all these locations and just sort of lived this story, and then wrote it, and then filmed it within the course of seven months.
3: Wow,
2: holy cow. And uh, then the pandemic happened.
0: So but, this wasn't a story you were thinking about many years in advance? No.
2: Wow. I showed up in Arizona. I knew I had to make a horror film by the end of that year.
3: Holy cow. So it
0: was just a total inspiration and, being Yeah,
2: there. I'm like, let me drive around, let me see what's out here. And it was just sort of a really cool feel because I knew what I had access to because uh, the locations, that cow skull, yes. uh, that ranch I was living, that's where I was living in and that, in that...
3: The lake? That,
2: yeah. The lake too was around that? Uh, yeah, it wasn't too far. Yeah. Oh. Yep.
3: Wow. That was, it was beautiful. That's the first thing I said. Actually, mm-hmm. that, that first opening, that first drive scene was beautiful. The landscape itself was gorgeous.
1: And I guess yes. I didn't think about it. You were using drones, I guess, to shoot. We them. did, yeah. It just makes it a lot... Of, and. It's, not that difficult to get the camera on the top of that drone to shoot, huh?
2: No, like we had uh, we had this this really great drone guy they, they f- flying like a six K camera. you're we, we able to tilt down and go up. It's amazing what you can what you can accomplish.
3: Um, seven months. That's a push.
2: I had to write it. I, yeah, I went down there that's... with nothing, just like a box of my favorite horror films
3: oh. that I
2: would watch scenes of every day and be like. Well, you know what do I like about this? Take notes, and then were um, you
3: staying in the house?
2: I was in that house. Really, oh, that's so cool. That, so that was my shot. where That was where, my,
3: you shot, where you were
2: That was, where was my house. Yeah, that whole property, and I had that. What that big was that property. Huge. Because you, killed. I mean, I when was
3: first going down that road. I was like, where, there's, there's no house. I was like. in
2: the middle of nowhere, up on a mountain, and um, that fence was my gym. That was my pull up bar.
3: All right, yeah, yeah, yeah so that, You got <laughs> to show off the yeah. guns. Yeah. yeah, that was
2: my that was my gym, and um, it was crazy living out there at night. You'd hear coyotes, and and you when you'd look out, it was pitch black. But if anything was out there, they could see my house with the lights and see look through. And every night I went to bed, I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is going to be uh, the yeah. night. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 You're in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, man. Last night, thought the night, the night you'd buy it. The blood cold, come get you.
1: Well, <laughs> what were what, what, a couple of horror movies that inspired you when you because you, you kept seeing just certain scenes, you'd go back and look. So what
2: yeah, so movie? breakdown. Do you remember what we called great movie? That... And, and I felt a
1: little bit of. You break did down. you just
2: a twinge in the beginning?
1: In the beginning, okay, that's <laughs> just good. Just a twinge. He and I, uh, Sean and I are big breakdown fans. Yeah, so breakdown, breakdown was a,
2: was a big one for me because. The movie's just fun, and it just it gets it, it gets Kurt you. Russell's
1: awesome. Yeah,
2: it gets you hooked into it. I love that. It's a
1: great little Hitchcock. Homage. It
2: is. It is. Yeah. So there was Breakdown. There was Don't Breathe. There like was. It's um, a little underrated. It is. It was, um, there was It follows. Um,
1: so many people were a fan of It Follows. It, it was kind of a. A misfire for me i just never it never grabbed grabbed me the way it grabbed
2: there was it. parts of it when i rewatched it recently I, I saw that it doesn't hold it does yeah i liked it the first couple times like seven years ago when i saw it um and then there was um i'm trying to think hereditary was another one that i liked
1: i haven't seen it i want to see hereditary i still haven't seen it um Bad midsummer
2: the yeah. the hills have eyes okay uh, yeah uh movie. Yeah, I can see a little hills a, have eyes in
1: this. Yeah, it's a yeah. tough movie.
2: Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Wrong Turn, um, and then um, it would get me excited because I would like breakdown was was the the Colonel though, like the you know the road rage, that conflict. Um, Actually, that's what, that's what got me excited. That whole
3: opening scene. So I kinda kind of felt, I kind of felt like breakdown yeah, really? so that, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because if that was your inspiration then when you're beginning to write you're like breakdown Breakdown, Breakdown. and then almost your opening scene is then almost, yeah yeah like, then so then you away. you you have
2: your start and then that's yeah. the hardest thing people see a blank page and they're intimidated and they're like what do I do just pick your favorite movie and ride that and then you'll find your own your own group your own, your yeah own instead of being stuck I just was like this is this is you know this is breakdown it's a different. Different.
3: You um, you actually get a feel for the relationship between the, the two leads there in that car in that initial drive. Like there's there's tension there, and then you know when she falls asleep, and then you know the David holds her hand. It's like oh, there was genuine caring there though, and you can kind of feel for you get that a wasn't read. A shot. You get a read on um, the two characters right from that beginning drive, and it's like okay, this is this is what we're doing, and so I I liked it. I really liked the opening
1: as a. Uh, As a writer, have you ever written yourself into a corner and just stuck yourself against the wall where you don't know how you're going to get out of it?
2: Yeah, there was a few things in Miracle Valley where I I was trying to put in, I had access to some really great locations that I was trying to force in. And then I realized it's just not right for the story. But uh, speaking of that, I had a great conversation with Flanagan. Flanagan said, "If that ever happens, just write the worst version of that scene."
1: And we should clarify that's Mike Flanagan, the director of um, *Doctor Sleep*.
2: Yep, and oh. *Haunting of Hill House*. Haunting and Hill House. Like, he, but I love that idea. He said, "Just write the worst version. Just write like the worst version of that scene. Like, don't put any pressure. Just say like." How bad can this be? And just write that out and get that out of your
1: system. It's it's funny that you say that because I had that happen to me one time when I was writing and I wrote myself into a brick wall and I had no idea how I was getting out of it. It was three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning and I'm going crazy. And I have a friend of mine calls and says, I've got the answer for you. How are you going to write yourself out of this wall? And I said, how? Blah, 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 blah. And Superman comes in and saves the day. And I went in <laughs> complete silence <laughs> and i hung up the phone on him furious and i sat there and i thought about it and i'm like the absurdity of what he just said to me took the pressure off and made sense and i went back in the next day and fixed the problem very weird that you said that yeah it's so, a Greg what, what like
0: i know part of what we try to do here on the podcast is like open up like to our, we want like younger kids to be inspired to like maybe write. And, I always say, yeah. save Hollywood. Like, what would you like? What, some advice you would give to a young writer, a kid, you know, a kid coming up, and young, you know, male, female,
1: there, like just, just. Like, anybody can make a movie now. Anybody, can. You, you know. I think it's
2: now. really important to study films that have stood the test of time. Okay, you know, there's very few. When I look back, when I was writing the book, I studied Sunset Boulevard double indemnity classic right. mm. characters, okay. flawed, intriguing comedy. Those movies are so brilliant. They make you, they make you, they move you. They make you laugh. It's
1: weird. And it's too Billy. You mentioned two Billy Wilder films,
2: the great filmmakers. You look at Billy yeah, okay. Wilder. Yeah. You look at Alfred Hitchcock, right? How Psycho is a movie that inspired me. Um, David Fincher. You look at some of the movies that he's made that stood the test of time. And you just study those and then you, you um, you know, actors do that too. James Dean really studied Marlon Brando. And then he, f- he studied Brando and then he found his own path and became James Dean. So stick to stuff that has stood the test of time. Okay.
0: Right.
2: Don't be like, look at things that were a marketing gimmick or something. Look at these movies that were truly pieces of art that just told stories about characters right. and stay, I think,
1: stay away from the marvel films yeah, hear that yeah
2: <laughs> I, I think it's just really important to story is is the key yeah and you get all these cool shots now you can do yeah. drones and yeah. 6k 12k but it's always story and characters that's and gonna that, push the right that bring you back and, and i think you know you look at something like we were talking about even with bad movies its characters and story that that make you want to quote it and laugh about yeah. it and dress up like the characters. Nobody wants to dress up like a shot in a movie. It's about the the what they feel for the character. Right.
3: Yeah. Okay. It is. It is built it's built the characters that they, they drive your story. They're everything. If people don't care about the character like you said they could care less than you have the most beautiful we're background. really
0: big on no spoilers for our audience but you know we want them to go out and watch miracle valley and i we, we've probably said a hundred times on the show that my wife and i agree on no movies and we watched this, this afternoon and at the end she was like oh my gosh i really
1: really like that and this is this is a woman who, who does not like horror she doesn't like suspense giving to christmas is watching hallmark, hallmark movies that's, that's,
2: that's her did you know what was she what was she was drawn to it, it was, yeah. did it make her laugh
0: she did. She no. She was, I think, really scared when the jump scenes went. Down. I don't want to uh, ruin too much. Okay, yeah, okay. she was
3: like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the four like jump, jump three or four which which was good to the music as well
0: yeah the, the music I was talking the school, about the music yeah. they, they said they
3: liked the score and the i didn't score. want it, i didn't want it because they were
1: like was the score really expensive and you had told me earlier today what it was and i'm not going to say it, it out of the air it works i liked it
0: the yeah.
3: score works because in the beginning you have that it's a hard score and then all of a sudden the corridor closes the score stops and then there's a couple of scenes where the score will jump in and come back out I and like then the- in and out very quickly. In and out very quickly. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the decision
2: of uh, his name is Jimmy Lagnafors, but he uh, he was based in Sweden, and we did the whole all the music during the pandemic over Zoom, and right. he just took the film and ran with it, and he was such a pleasure to work with. Yeah, it was really
1: Tangerine
3: cool. Dream come from Sweden too. Yeah, <laughs> it worked, man. Like, yeah, it, it did. It just. The whole thing worked. Like
0: no, we want our audience to go out and watch Miracle Valley. It's on it's,
1: Tubi. It's streaming on TV right now. For a little bit longer. For a little yeah. Bit longer. Okay. Uh, they can get the Blu-ray at your site, Grexisterra.com. It's, uh,
2: it's a disaster-artist.com. Disaster. artistcom
1: did not you have a Grexisterra.com
2: Tommy took it. You're kidding.
5: He,
0: he owned the domain. Yes, he, he has the domain. No way. Oh, what a dude. Oh, so, actually, oh that might a be a brilliant man. business move. Maybe.
5: Oh,
1: oh, think oh, personally, man. but. <laughs> You want your <laughs> you, a cite
0: back? What do you
1: go <laughs> Go Daddy like back in the day? The next sequel.
2: <laughs> but there is, um, you got me really excited. You know what? Just for fun, I'm going to yeah. write Miracle yeah. Valley 2. You should. I'm just you. for fun. Just for pre- an exercise. Sometimes it's do great. It. Some of the best writing you do is when you're doing it just because you want to have fun. Can he do have it. a
1: small part in the film and a story credit? I yeah. Know.
3: You don't have to
0: do that. I'm going to start. I'm going to write it. Can I be Franco's cult member, buddy?
1: <laughs>
3: That's what i put
1: next to
0: one of the Francos. I'm a big fan of that. No, oh, you, yeah. he,
1: he, he's the biggest Dave Franco
0: fan. Oh, right, right. on. No, right. I think he's the best. Right. He
3: loves I think. Dave Franco. That's awesome.
0: Hilarious. But, but as Ricky an exercise,
3: t- do it. Write it. Because just it deserves, fun. the film deserves a, I think I believe it deserves a sequel. I agree it could be just and as, as good soon as, as it was, it was over. Out. He said I got the sequel. The second it was over. Because I, I like I mean I so so, I like the film. so so how does
2: it I don't even say I want to say the character by name, but how does one character get access to that thing which he could then very simple. Who gives it to him?
3: Well, we uh, I'm thinking that the other guy who got it. <laughs> it, 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 that he you know, he helps, helps, he
2: helps.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't I do talk no, yeah, I'm I'm not about but no episodes. I want
2: I want to just write it honestly just bang it out for fun
5: yeah
2: and and just like go for it and have uh, few, like, it be like twisted and crazy
1: and, knows, maybe it pops you, up on like Amazon things. Prime next yeah. get some interest well when we, when we talk we
2: little let's back to our discussion about good movies bad movies there's like like for example, the the room was was idle for years, and all of a sudden, just exploded. So, like, you take a movie like Miracle Valley, that would I think, you know, we've done all these screenings. People, people, what's great about our audience is they don't lie; they'll tell you yeah. straight up, and, we didn't like it. And they right, came out right. and they're like, "We want to, we want to do a movie night with that. We like it." But to get a movie to catch on, in
1: in um, Hollywood, in a, helped. The Room, too. The love of... Totally. But, it, but it started... There's a lot of yeah. actors and writers and comedians yeah. who love that
2: film. But it all started with that kernel of those film students. Right. And that kept it alive. But I'm saying something like a horror film, it's just like there's a path. There's like a a matrix that a movie's got to just get... You know like when you play a video game and you're like trying to get it and then it gets sucked in? Yeah. That's what a movie has to do. So yeah. there's a lot of great movies on the fringe that people really like, but very few catch on to where enough people spend time watching movies. I mean, the thing about this, I've been talking to you about Miracle Valley Me, for years. and yeah, I mean, yeah. you, it took two years for you to watch it. So, just because we're busy, things happen, you just got to be in the right mindset. So, you got to think all that pacing, how, you know, when are people going to jump out and And another thing
1: it? is, I, and that's guilty yep. on my part, I've known you now for, we've known each other for three years. Yeah. And, the asshole that I am I should have watched it
2: But I would do the, I yeah I would do the same thing It's hard now to get to, to sit down and put but time in
1: Peter's a big rewatcher He watch The Office of 400 times and Fraser I'm, the same, way. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same way He's the biggest Breaking Bad fan
2: Yeah I'm, I'm like a comfort thing I'd rather oh, start, I'd rather just rewatch Breaking Bad than start yeah. a new series
1: See I'm the
0: other way I'll yeah. start something new <clears throat> I I, am. I want something You
1: know you've been interested in films since you were a kid You when you were a kid Tell them what you wrote a sequel to.
2: Yeah, so so everyone has their thing that they love. Um, like they all you know, I don't know, people say like oh when I saw, you know, Magnolia, I wanna right. maybe yeah. want to become a filmmaker. But
1: Great movie until the last twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when uh the frogs start falling uh, out of the sky, uh, I checked out.
2: Yeah. Still don't remember what happened there. Um <laughs> I uh so I went to go see a movie called Home Alone. It wasn't. Right. It was uh, around the holidays, and didn't know much. I saw. I saw the trailer when I went to go see Rocky Five, because I actually what went. Piece I piece of shit. I, that actually, was. I went to. I went to middle school with Apollo Creed's kids.
3: Okay. Carl, Carl oh, Weathers, right.
2: uh, Jason, and Matt Weathers. Jason was a year before me, and Matt was in my brother's class. Oh wow! So I went to like you know middle school, fourth grade, fifth grade with with Weathers. And then we had a, a, a little league baseball, and we played against Weathers. So Carl Weathers came to our games, and he'd say to me like, "Don't strike my son out." I would go oh, that's this great. scared shit. That's out. Great, yeah. And this is when he was jacked. Yeah, you, you could see yeah. the veins predator, popping yeah. out. The days. He'd show up bulging out, and, and he would. Uh, I'd go up to him and say, "Mr. Weathers, can I get you any?" I was like ten years old or eleven years old. Um, so when Rocky Five came out. Uh, november 1990 i saw a trailer for home alone but played before that and i thought that's like where's that gonna go and then i went to go see it with a, a friend of mine um and i just was like i left that movie and i was like blown away i'm like everything about it I was wow, like man. damn that's that just like spoke to me in a way that i was like what i i went home like like phased i don't know it was really weird <laughs> and,
0: fucking alone. and
2: and and so i mean this was like right when it came out i was like man i i want to do that you know i, yeah. I, I want to be in that house i want to be right. like part of that that i don't know so i don't know what came over me i was never really a good student um i was always kind of like withdrawn and not paying attention and so i started sketching out a sequel
3: Okay, right. Just like right Right now. Right
2: Right after I saw it, I started coming up with ideas. And I had just gone for my first time to Walt Disney World in Orlando that summer. And I got back from that and I felt like depressed because it was such an exciting time. And I was there. I met this girl who was from Boston. I was like so sad to come back and go to school. So I still was sort of in that phase of like missing Disney World. So I wrote – I was like I'm going to write a script where he gets on – a plane and goes to Disney world by himself. I started sketching out ideas. I, I, so I took a notepad that should have been for school and I wrote an 80 page script by hand.
0: Oh, oh my God. Gosh.
2: And it was like, I, I yeah, I was going to play a character that was his older friend. Cause we were, I was two years older than him. And I'm not joking. My character's name is called Mark.
4: Called wow. myself Mark. I swear <laughs> to God.
2: And he meets me in Disney World, and then the bandits have broken out of prison, and they're now janitors at Walt Disney World. Oh, so he gets chased through all the rides, yeah, and they're like yeah. having to set up traps, and they're like on the Indiana Jones ride, and there's like, the Splash Mountain. I'd love to see it more than the sequel.
5: There was I now. Yeah, yeah I, I, wrote, I
2: wrote this whole—I was actually rereading it recently, but I wrote this whole script, all based in Disney World. And then I wrote it out, and then I was like, okay, this is going to premiere in 1993. It's going I I looked at the credits I sketched a cover and then I had my parents get me a video writer cuz back then you should see what we typed on I mean I don't know if oh, you yeah, remember yeah it's no, like it's a floppy so. disk Yep yeah yep. And then I took what I what I wrote what I handwrote and I r- typed out a screenplay and packaged it I got 411 I called 20th Century Fox looking for John Hughes I tracked down John Hughes <laughs>
0: Oh shit
2: and uh, I found him I sent the script with a letter and a photo to his office in Illinois. Lake oh
0: Forest, my Illinois. God. That's so cool.
2: And I remember when I sent it off, I was like, this is going to happen. So I stopped trying in school. Cause I'm like, yeah.
1: Right, yeah.
3: You know what do you need School is home alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then,
2: uh, I'd have these dreams that were so vivid where John Hughes pulled up to my house in a red Ford Explorer to sign the contract. <laughs> and it was just so powerful. Like it was going to happen. um, and then I remember it was must have been a month later my mom came back from the from the mailbox with this with the package she's like it's from John Hughes, and my heart oh, just sank, and I crap. was like, "Oh my God, that's
3: happening this and is then happening? the oh,
2: script man. was in there, and it was a letter saying like you know we can't accept unsolicited material, but like I looked through your letter and I, I, he gave me a handwritten note, and he's like. This is like this is what like dreams are all about. Follow your passion. I remember just like being like just dead, oh, and I was man. like, no, no, no. We gotta we gotta resend it. They gotta oh. read it. So I went through like a dark time about that not happening, and then something I just remembered now I hadn't thought of. We had a new neighbor move in down the street. This was a couple years later. He was from a town away from John Hughes, and my mom said, Like for that's John." He's like, "I know John." And he literally moved like two years later. And I was just like, this this huge thing keeps like surrounding so, me. But yeah. uh, but it was at that point I knew like that feeling of writing that Homeless Screenplay and believing for a second it could happen that changed. That Like, I knew what I wanted to do. Oh, it was like amazing. no no clearer that yeah. storytelling was
3: what I wanted to do. That, that is nuts. That's I did incredible. that with aliens. After I saw aliens, I was like, I've got this. Yeah. And I did the same thing, went home marvel notebook wrote the whole thing out i had ripley i had uh what's his name newt i had bishop and hicks all going back to earth but something happened to newt's cryotube so she aged in the journey and then when they get back to earth aliens have actually already infested. But now you have Newt who's in her 20s and you have an older Ripley and you have Hicks and Bishop. Yeah, and this like, big idea that Drew Barrymore was going to play Newt. Drew Barrymore was going to play Newt and Sigourney Weaver. It had it all written out and I was like, this is it, man. <laughs> this is it. This, and I, but the same thing right after I saw the movie, I was like, I, I know this. I got the sequel to this
1: yeah. movie. And uh, now the
3: two of them no, I said already and then the they came out that episode,
1: of, my sequel they're, they're idea for Goonies 2. Goonies 2. Goonies 2. They have a great idea <laughs> for 30 Goonies years too. later. And they're all still here, so it could so
3: work.
0: So
1: everybody's got that inspiration. Yeah. yeah. But, let's, we're, we're but we
3: don't actually go to the point where I did not go and write Cameron. No. And I did not go that far. We're, we're so Ke- I, props. In though. your version of Home Alone 2, were Kevin's parents as shitty
1: as they were in Home Alone 1? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're just uh, kind of rude, and they're going—they're flying off to a different country or something—and he wants to go to Disney. They and, are the worst
1: parents. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just horrible.
2: like so disconnected. They just don't really care. Like when in Home Alone one, where he gets like all upset, and they're
0: just in their own world. And the like, whole family treats them like garbage. They're
2: like—they like we, the we like, literally tell the cops like we seem to forget our kids every year. Yeah.
1: But it all does circle around to you with Home Alone thing because eventually you got to hook up and hang out with Macaulay Culkin.
2: That's right. So I um, that? Tell him
1: that story. Is yeah, that I,
2: so so the Home Alone thing happened, um, and then it was the disaster that had come out, and um, I got introduced, to Macaulay Culkin wanted to have me on his podcast. Wow. So I showed up to his house, and he opened the door, and it was just like,
1: Wow's oh, tri- It was so trippy, surreal. Man. like a oh
2: trip. And we sat down and just started talking about stuff and um wow. and he's like, let's do a reading of your script. Um and I was like, Yeah, Tommy you can play the the wet bandit. Uh, <laughs> but it was uh, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Just that whole thing of getting a photo with Macaulay Culkin. and I sent it to my brother because I was a, it was kind of a sore spot for me, he'd make right. fun of me a lot and be like, Home alone in the woods, home alone. Uh, and I was like, "Do you ever think you'd see this day?" And he's like, "Ah, no freaking <laughs> you know,
1: way!" You, want, you know, and I had the same experience, uh, similar experience too with John Hughes. I got to spend a good amount of time with him. You know, for well, for a nobody, I got to spend almost 45 minutes with him. That's amazing. And it was one of the best experiences I ever had with somebody in the industry. And when I got home, he sent me a huge care package. Just like you in a handwritten letter. That's cool. And to this day, I can't find it. Oh, oh
2: man. I can't probably, find any. I do have my Home Alone script in my Hughes letter, my Hughes package.
3: You should look oh. back into that because that does sound like a better idea
2: than Home Alone. Like, yeah, that would have been, been a it, better ride. Than than home like Disney, home I would have loved. Yeah. Oh, and, and now, it now, now Disney owns
1: home Alone. Disney owns yes. Home Alone. Oh my god, it's perfect. Oh, now they're gonna hear What's it that? that? Disney owns. They've been trying to do theme park stuff with Disney for years. They don't want. They don't want to. Well, Favreau had a script and Disney, it was set to go. Where the park comes to life at night, and it was going to be almost like a Roger kind of Rabbit a Toy type Story or a yeah, Toy right? Story, right? And they still haven't gotten that thing. Why,
2: why don't they just? Do they want to leave the park alone, or
3: I think that Probably might be a part thing. of it—a
1: little bit afraid of IP. But it's a great idea. It could be Roger Rabbit. I mean, I, mean, I came Disney up World. with that idea in
2: 1990—that yeah. Disney, that Lost in Disney World—and you, he I was like, it, and I wrote my letter to Hughes. It's a great uh, combo marketing because. Right. Disney can get behind it. And 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 I'm like, I went to Typhoon. The, the whole climax of the story of Home Alone Lost in Disney World happens at Typhoon Lagoon. Home Alone
1: Lost at Disney World. It's <laughs> <That's> great. It's <laughs> a great title. Uh,
0: but
2: but but Typhoon Lagoon, and I don't know if you guys have been to Disney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Typhoon Lagoon has that big wave
0: pool. Peter got, oh, you know, I yeah. got destroyed
1: Peter on that, destroyed that wave pool. It.
2: That's where the climax of the whole scene happens. Macaulay Culkin goes and sets off the wave to crush the...
1: Oh, our, our, or our listener, oh yeah, you yeah. know, we've said in the past, so it's not hiding anything here. Our listeners know to, I do have a physical disability, so <laughs> I'm in the Waypool Pool at Disney. And right,
2: You've and done Typhoon Lagoon? I've done Typhoon Lagoon. I've known, I've I've known know Typhoon Lagoon. i done I don't know I, anybody I, else who's ever been to Typhoon Lagoon.
1: I got knocked the sh- shit. How did you end up at Typhoon Lagoon? I got knocked <laughs> the shit in the Waypool. Pool. I mean, I went flying at the time. This is the early 90s, I remember. That's when I was there.
0: Was there blood
2: in the morning? It was
1: 1992
4: <laughs> when I went to... to look that it. was probably
1: it. That was <laughs> me too. So, at the time, do you remember in the wave pool, it was gravel. It was a gravel... It was like a stucco, a stucco, like stucco, bottom. stucco, stucco yeah. Yeah. bottom. Right. It wasn't smooth. Kind of it was a stucco it. sharp. It. it was it it. grippy. I got, <laughs> it. I got my ass pummeled by a wave mm. and went flying and my feet...
3: Mm, ugh, yeah.
1: Toes dragged the stucco because I couldn't get my balance. Yeah, it was bad. Uh. And I'm standing there and it looked like Charlize attack? getting attacked in Jaws, the Kitner kid. It looked like oh, yeah, the Kitner yeah. kid all through the water. I hope and they improved that. I thought it was sand. No, no, no. Now it is. They had to carry me. They, each a friend, of, each friend had to carry me by one arm, walking to the nurses station, leaving a blood trail. <laughs> that <laughs> Which, all of a sudden the security and everywhere. What happened? Why did you choose to go to Typhoon Lagoon? Because it was new, and with yeah, Disney, everything that was good. new, ninety two, I had to go. Yeah, I.
2: I went to Typhoon Lagoon, and um, my brother and I were there, and um, there were these two sister girls that were there, and they're like, come here. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, we, I want to meet you tonight at the Epcot entrance near Swan and Dolphin. they the hotel. Yeah. So I was 13, 14. This girl was 12 or 13. Um, <laughs> And I remember I I met up with her at night. I had the most protective French mom you'll ever meet. So I had to sneak away and say that, oh, I just had to go look for something. So we literally go um, meet up with her. And she's like dragging me near this little gazebo at the boardwalk there near Epcot. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's a really cool place. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the boardwalk. It's great. So she grabs me, she's about to kiss me and I hear my mom oh. screaming and I was like, no. Oh, no! This girl, I never forgot it. This girl was like 12 or 13 and she was like oh. a woman. I was like, <laughs> never forgot it. And then in that, there's this little tucked away spot in, in your swan, swan dolphin. Well, cut to a few years, I don't know, 10 years later, 15 years later. That exact spot is where an alligator dragged a kid, the kid. Oh, in there. Oh, that God. exact God. corridor yeah. where she dragged. Her. So maybe she was an alligator. In an uh, you were, um, but that was Typhoon Lagoon. So again, I, that's why I came back to school that next year, going to going to, going to eighth grade or whatever. Really depressed because I met this girl there, Typhoon Lagoon, Disneyland, and I'm like, now I'm back here. So that's where I combined the two,
1: the two yeah. things. Mm. And, and then you came up with. Uh, a story that should have been bought, should have uh, been bought. It still should be made. Today, yeah. Look, pitch it.
2: I mean, I just think if Go. Disney should use those but they make a great movie in those parks. Yeah, it's just yeah. another huge bonus why well, everybody you wants.
1: Get multiple. You Wait get, a minute,
3: they did Tomorrowland. That was a, a piece movie, of right? garbage. Was it, it is, it it. It. is it about base? I don't know. No, no, never saw it. Not. No, it has
1: nothing to do with the parks. It's a piece of garbage. Oh, uh, well, Pirates—they did off a Pirate ride, yeah, and, they
0: got, and you got
3: a haunted mansion. But not actually, look how right. much that's doing yeah, for their rides. Yeah, but not rides. Right. actually the park itself is like the centerpiece of the that's film. True. I think you know they know don't want—they don't want like liability or yeah. they
0: maybe shut it down for too much.
2: Um, it's probably a—it's the the trifecta.
1: You still go. Because you and I are planning a trip, we're down, yeah. down the road. But
2: I always go. I go like a few times a year. I go to. Uh, I think it's a mix of Pirates, Splash, and Haunted Mansion.
1: Holy cow! Have you ever done the Burtonized Bert, the Haunted Mansion with the yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas? I it's love great. that. It's great. Yeah.
0: Well, so only, the,
1: only the Disneyland people get it, but it, I got lucky. I was happy. What there do one you prefer, Disneyland or Disney World?
2: So I mean, I do have a huge soft spot for Disney World because of that time yeah. and Disney World. There's just something special about it. You're there, and the entire thing is Disney. Yeah. You have the themed hotels. You have all those parks. Disneyland is pretty great, but it's like in a city. You know, you're right there. But it is great because it's got so condensed. It's got everything. But, um, I mean, I've learned to love them both, you know, for different reasons. But Disney World, just to me... um, just being there reminds me of such good memories. Yeah, that's you true.
1: Know, and I want to tell you guys a quick story about how humble he is. We went to a Comic-Con um, to visit when he was up here visiting me last summer. And we go to the Comic-Con and we're pulling in. And I said to him, all right. And he was going just as a visitor, just like I was. I said, all right, how many people do you think are going to recognize you in here today? And he goes, one. And I said, I think more along the lines of at least six. It was six, right? Yeah, six. So we go walking in, and right away, female security guard in her late 20s, early 30s, looks at him and starts smiling. <laughs> but she didn't say anything. But you could tell just by the way I'm Like, okay, that's number one. He goes, I don't know. I go, that's number one. Ten minutes later, we're walking around, and this adorable geeky girl comes up to him, and she goes... Oh my god! You, <laughs> you, you're, you're Mark. You're Mark <laughs> from the room.
2: I was like, no, Mark and, from Home Alone, Lost in Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. he, and
1: he was like, yeah, I am. How are you? And he took a and he wasn't. It really, was really nice to her about it. Took a picture with her. and She, ten minutes later, tanned him in an Instagram, yeah, in right. a Twitter selfie, hmm, and awesome. he ended up getting recognized all throughout the day. It's a
3: con, yeah. you know, very yeah.
1: cool. Those are the people, you know. And and those. He started doing cons now. How do you like doing the cons? Yeah, we, because we went
2: to that con, there was an agent there. It was like, hey, really? And so I've done um, done a few. I did Boston, Seattle,
1: and he's asked me to come with him and hang out yeah. at those cons. So yeah, was I was there great. with
2: um, Brendan Fraser. We were there. It was this was in August.
1: Academy Award winner Brendan yep. Fraser. Yeah.
3: we were there,
2: and he came up to me. He's like, "What's up, man?" And oh. I was just like,
3: <laughs> "You know me." Hey. Um,
2: he was really nice, and then yes, yeah, I did see. Yeah. Did he tell you? He, he saw a disaster artist. Oh, wow! Because he's go. working with A24.
1: But you got to hang out with two of Kevin's favorite people at a couple of the cons. Oh, look at the shirt!
2: Oh, oh yeah, um, yes, in in Boston, Zabka, Billy Zabka, oh, and Martin no uh, Cove. Yeah, I'll get yeah, out. Is yeah. yeah, Cove crazy? I've had dinner with him. Um, oh my god! This is uh, a few years ago. We went out to dinner in Santa Monica. Me, him, oh, uh, a buddy from Canada, and this other girl who was there. Who the other guy was trying to introduce me to, and she was like wanting to get to know me. But then Cove was trying to like this girl was like twenty five. <laughs>
5: oh
0: god! <laughs> he's god. God. Yeah. he's god like bless I,
2: got, I got a jacuzzi at my, uh, <laughs> my house. Um, oh,
3: god bless him. That's interesting. The cons are interesting though because I, I think. You could thrive in the con. Yeah, I did room. so I, did, I was
2: it, I was in I was at Pensacon um, end of February. of Florida. All yeah, all the all the Scream yeah, guys yeah. Were, were there. Right, um, those community
3: that community alone, like, because I've been going to Comic Con since it, like, not Inception, but it was like year two when it wasn't what it is today, and it was always such a good group of just core people that like, I, I would think it'd be such a natural fit.
2: Yeah. Well, 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 you know, what's so funny in, in this. Uh, so I you how you meet people, you don't. some of you don't know, but um, I was on the plane with this tall actor guy who was like talking to me. And then I, we were both flying. Cons really treat you well, too. They fly you first class. And, oh, yeah. So it was, cool. I was we're sitting with this, this other tall actor. We got off. We're talking. He's asking me like, oh, what, what kind of movies you do and going on and on. Didn't know who he was, but ended up being Sam Jones.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Jones, friend yeah. of uh, Kevin and I. We but met I him at we met him at a con, but I got his phone number. Yeah, yeah he was it. so nice. He's, he's like, what? he's really like, I like nice that guy. artwork. Like, what's
2: that for? And I was like, oh, it's just whatever. And I was just like, I didn't know who he was. The Flash Gordon fame. Yep. Yeah, and he yeah. was just he was just super cool. And then um and then they had those signs to pick you up, and it was me and Eric Roberts.
1: Uh, oh, is this the one from a couple weeks
2: ago? yeah so I'm there with oh, Eric, Roberts. Eric Roberts man. they, they love Eric Roberts yeah, oh, and we're, just, we're hanging out we're in the shuttle together and talking stories and it was so funny how all these weird dots connect I was you know was when I was acting in San Francisco I was taking the acting class and um, I had gotten three callbacks to be in a movie with Eric Roberts and Clea Duvall and this is 1998
1: and so Clea Duvall is now a director
2: yep And so I didn't get the part and I was so broken. That is what led me to ask Tommy to be a scene partner. Oh, wow. Because at that time that was been a a cool role. So then here I am with Eric Roberts all these years later. It's just so funny. how those waves. I that's another thing I always try to tell young actors is like, don't, Ever let your wig be too big or too small. Everything's gonna flow, and just mm-hmm. put your head down and keep going yeah. because.
1: If if I got to hang out with Eric Roberts, I think I would do talk about nothing but Pope Greenwich Village for the entire time. Yeah, the best of the best. I'd have so,
3: oh, you guys are best. I tell of the him best. how great he was in Gemstones.
1: Yeah, he was very good in *The Righteous Gemstones*. He's awesome. In *Dark Knight*. I mean, Eric Roberts is in
0: yeah. the *Dark Knight*.
3: Uh, *Gemstones* was great because he was like, he, it was comedy, and have he you was seen seen the so gemstones? perfect. No. Oh, funny. He's really. a good actor, though.
1: Yeah. yeah he Eric is. Roberts
2: yeah. is a good actor. He's
1: um Yeah. Him and his sister, Hollywood royalty.
2: Wait, Julia's his sister? Julia's his sister. His real sister or stepsister? Yeah. No,
1: real sister. They really? look alike, yeah. They're brother and sister. Full on. Full on. But they're not even Same. in touch. No, I think that well Do they come a, from different Emma parents? Roberts is his daughter. Who? Emma Roberts. Was, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Is Eric Roberts' daughter? Eric it's Emma, Emma Roberts. Roberts is Eric Roberts' no, daughter. It's not. Julia Roberts is her I swear.
2: There's no way. Absolutely. I, I get the money. I feel like I mean. <laughs> you're, I have the Google machine. Am I yeah. <laughs> that is Emma Roberts is not Eric Roberts' daughter.
1: Emma um, uh, Roberts. No is Eric Roberts' daughter. With who? Mrs. Roberts.
2: Ah, uh, you Roberts. have no idea.
1: I have yeah. no idea who she. No, it's his wife.
2: Yeah. Uh, because he's married. His wife. He was talking to. He was yelling at his wife on the phone when I was there. <laughs> hey, honey, get over here. Are you
0: serious? That's Eric Roberts' daughter. Yeah,
1: Emma Roberts is Eric Roberts' daughter. Yes. And, with Kelly Cunningham and Julia Roberts is his sister.
0: Her parents divorced when she was seven.
1: Oh, they're divorced. That um, there goes that. It, there, there's why. That's probably why. It's oh, annoying. she's the girl
0: from American Horror Story. Yes.
2: There's no way that's his daughter. Where the Millers? She's been in a lot of stuff. Emma Roberts. That is. Oh, that, are they, they even us? in touch?
1: I would. I don't know. That is his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, he's, uh, he's looking at his phone right now. Actually, I totally took an
0: Eric Roberts movie off my list,
1: if you want to, you know. Which one? Best of the best? Yeah, I took that off. Cause we we, we we've talked about, about best of the best before, and it's just, it sucks. So, but, you know, great. One of the reasons, one of the things we're going to... So there's still... For, so, so <laughs> he's, <great>. he's, <laughs> great. he's enamored with this fact.
2: So, that, so they are brother and sister, Eric Roberts.
1: Eric and Julie are brother and sister. And Emma is the... And Emma is the daughter of... Eric, Eric and the niece, Julia. You never Bruce. see but them Are together.
0: they
2: still really close, though? They can't be close. Why I don't, don't they work I don't
3: together? Why don't the family?
2: Why will not they do a movie together?
3: He's Probably because they're not close. He's right. You never see. I've yeah, never do. seen They've them never, together. Never done a movie
1: together. No, no, no. I, I bet you they're not close.
2: Because if my brother was also an actor and everything, I'd be like the uh, Franco. I'd be
1: mean, I mean, like the yeah. Francos. Yeah.
2: Like <laughs> yeah, you, now, you like Julia could clearly have pull, where she could put him in a big movie. She's never done it
1: she was a huge star for how many years oh. she was probably still in, a huge in the star. 90s she oh. could have
2: easily helped him out
3: oh he could have been in oceans 11 or something he could get me a part in the movie <laughs> yeah. everybody else was everybody so, else was so in ocean's so Eleven.
2: but yeah. is emma roberts close with julia roberts
3: yeah supposedly they were close so that's weird so she's not close with her brother but she's close with her brother's kid yeah. that's well we don't know if she's
1: close with her brother it's on our next episode, we'll do the Robert Roberts Roberts. <laughs> if anybody has any information about there, about the wrong. So, family, so this is what
2: happens. So, we're in the van together and we're talking about different movies, and then he starts yelling on the phone about <laughs> something. Then we get to the hotel. We're staying at the same hotel, and we get in and we go up, but then he gets pissed because he's not staying at the hotel. I am. So, they're like, we got to take oh. you somewhere else. Oh. And that was the last. And then I, I
1: basically, that I was. Yeah, I, I went to we Were you at a better hotel than Eric Roberts? I think I was. Oh, oh man,
2: and RJ uh, Mead was at the same. we hotel. Oh, so get so get this. I go down to the RJ
1: Mead is the company cerebral palsy from Breaking Bad. Okay,
2: yeah. So I go down. We're all hanging out, and who am I hanging out with? Eric Estrada.
0: Oh, it's one of Kevin's titles. I literally am hanging out with him. He looks, this guy hangs out with like, Zapka. Zapka?
2: He look Eric Charles. get on the elevator. I'm like, hey, man, how's it like, going? Oh. He's like, yeah, I'm doing good. What do you thinking? He's like, I'm going to say, we have this conversation. Great guy. RJ Meets down there. Casper Van Deen is down there. Social oh, troopers. troopers. Yeah, yeah, um, Just you look around and it's like all people that yeah. you see. If you said John
0: things. Schneider, it's I was baby. walking off uh, the show. John.
2: John Schneider's son is a huge Rome fan. Really? So he, he said he would do it because Tommy wanted to do a shark movie in New Orleans. John Schneider said he'd do a cameo because his son is like
1: a big fan. Oh, that's
0: so, One of my favorite television shows. show is The Dukes of Hazzard. As a kid, I love The Dukes of Hazzard. And Chips. And
1: chips on <laughs> Eric Astrati. Oh, no, that's yeah. why when you said Eric Astradi, you hit him right in the heart. Me and my best <laughs> friend. I've said this on
0: the show before. Me and my best buddy growing up, he, I was punched. He was jumping on my I big could, wheels. I was know
1: because he wants me to come up to a con with him in Boston in late in late August. I know I'm going to be up to the con and I'm going to be doing selfies. Uh, Zapka's, though, that, uh, that's I'm the one. If I go that's to dinner, so it
0: would be Zapka and uh, Martin Zapke. Cove. Uh, I
2: works. also saw those guys at uh, Fan Expo San Francisco, too.
0: And who's doing the one in Philly? That's... Bill, well, he. I'm gonna try to
2: work on, on so that. No, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we're
3: uh, going a, saved uh, by the belt people, right? Saved uh, by the belt Yeah, you got
1: Gosler and. Uh, uh, I
3: think you uh, could probably. Have you done panels or you? Lopez.
2: Yeah, I missed it, the one uh, in Florida. I, I took off for that. Yeah. Oh, Lopez is gonna go. Mario yeah, Lopez. Uh, so Lopez uh, exactly. Uh, Leave on. I went out to. D- so I went out to so lunch. uh With Mario Lopez in L.A. When I first year living there with the director of Puppet Master.
1: Oh. Well, you you were in puppet master 4?
2: Seven. Seven.
1: <laughs> and he was friends
2: with Mario Lopez and so we all went out to lunch together and like well,
1: he, is have a show
0: extra right he's on television yeah, host yeah. yeah how
2: so how would you guys feel like we're all like let's say we're all aspiring actors and you end up getting a gig being a host on a talk show would you be super cool with that or would you feel like god I wish I was still doing movies or still trying film? Or would you say, like, dude, it's such an unstable business. I got a pretty killer gig. Being show me the money. On extra. I got my family. I don't have to ever worry about things. I'm good at this. I have the audience to say by the bell. So I'm like, I'm set. I never have to worry if this movie bombs. Like, well, how would you, how would you feel?
0: Ugh.
1: I'd say show me the money. It depends I mean, on, on my If situation. I'm supporting my family and I'm having a good time doing it, You can't I'm really fine with that. It.
0: Yeah. I'll yeah. find time to
1: act that's what the, Kelly Ripa did for a while uh, she was doing good Regis and Kelly and then she would do yeah, her talk yeah, show probably
2: the, st- um,
3: the stability I think of it probably.
2: yeah I mean I just think so So for me um,
3: you'd miss it though right? st- well
2: here's the thing stability is so huge on your mental health for being a creator right so yeah. like being in something like The Room that's sort of like a I would guess it's sort of like that because it's something that, you know, it's got a consistent thing. People like it. Yeah. It gives you a base to like, hey, this is what I'm working on now. Because if you have no platform to work from, yeah. right, you're just screaming out into the wild and hoping something connects. Right. So I feel like if you're able to latch on and get something that's stable yeah. that you can harness, that you're, you're, you're cool with and you your content you you're, you're good at – then from there you can build, yeah. but the only the dangerous part is if then that becomes a hundred percent of your time, and you're not then growing as a, as a creator. So that's right. why that's why with like Miracle Valley, I took that time off because I'm like now it's a chance to go out and and, and throw myself into this and make something. Yeah, new.
0: and it was yeah. really good. You did a great job.
3: It was it. yeah, because you want you like use that platform you have, but you can't stop growing. You can't if, yeah, stop if you run the risk. Forward. You
2: run the risk of. Getting too comfortable. Yes. And so I think, like someone like Mario Lopez, when we went out to lunch, he was wanting to get into film. He's like, what can I do? I want to try this. He just never made a film that worked. He was on a, a TV show that didn't work. Yeah.
1: A TV show that didn't work? Pacific Blue. Oh, that yeah. I thought you were going to say, because he was Saved by the Bell. That show was, ran for years.
2: Well, that was like his room, but it was good, obviously. Yeah. Um, the character's a
1: huge Saved by the Bell fan, too. Yeah, but then he
2: had, he had to build off of that, and I think it was hard for him to, to, break away. to, to find a role that really clicked. And then he, he just became a very likable host. Yeah. He's, he, he's good at it. People know him from... The show so it was just very easy for him to latch into that and then
1: well, yeah it's like you said, you said mental stability of when when you said the room do you think the i don't want to call it failure now because it hasn't been a failure but do you think after it was done that that had a stability effect on tommy Mental stability.
2: Um, You mean when it worked? When it started,
1: people started seeing it. No, when they when it when they didn't see it. I think he just saw that everybody was laughing at it. I think he just kept pushing it,
2: and then it started to find some traction where he saw people liked it. And did
1: did he realize that they were liking it for the movie itself, or were they liking it for the laughs they were getting?
2: um, I think obviously he saw that they were laughing, but he saw that they people were into it
1: okay right. so that was okay for him
2: oh yeah he was like people are showing up
1: okay so he was okay
2: with that totally people were demanding for it to be shown and so I, that was, I was as any businessman as any yep. filmmaker you're like people are sure. i mean whether they're, they're enjoying it yeah it, it may not be what i intended to yeah. be but everyone's here cheering wanting to take photos with me i mean that's sort of i mean that's a win yeah, you yeah. know i mean like we talked it's about really neil a- breen i mean people are showing up for him you yeah. know there, right, there, so, there, there's a hunger there, yeah. I, you know, for whatever reason.
1: So, in you know, before we get to switch the subject here, so when you actually screened The Room for the first time, when you guys did, you did, I'm assuming, a cast and crew screening like it was in the, in the movie, right? We
2: did a premiere, yeah. Okay,
1: <laughs> you did the premiere. Now, was everybody in the audience hollering and laughing?
2: Yeah, did? it broke about, you know, 30 minutes in. Uh, everybody broke and started laughing and And he
1: uh, he had no and no idea but was his reaction what the movie was no
2: he just sat in his seat and it was just like and then i i had left so i came back and congratulated him he's like
1: why'd you leave
2: i was just too uncomfortable Uh,
1: really Uh
2: so i came back and i was just like hey good job
1: Uncomfortable watching yourself, or just uncomfortable? How?
3: Yeah, it was just too that. much. Like, oh, oh cringe. <laughs> that has to be a lot, though. That's you know that yeah. I probably would have bounced. How soon after the well? movie?
1: How soon after the movie was done did you let your mother watch it?
2: I showed her the rough cut months before it was ever done.
3: I would think it would be a lot, even if the movie was like good. You know what I mean? Not that you know what I mean. Even if it was like it was just to see yourself. I don't know because I'm not an actor, but to see yourself on screen. I don't know how I would handle that. I would kind of be like, "Oh, I don't want," you know. "Oh man, I don't really want to see it. I'll look at it later yeah. after everybody else." Oh, no, I'd be sweating. I don't think I can handle. As it. An act- <laughs> like, as an actor, do you do you feel that way? Like, do you not not all the time.
2: Yeah, there's certain scenes that, that you've watched that you don't love, but um, you know, for the most part, I can sit through quite right. a bit of it. Yeah.
3: Did
1: um, with Disaster Artist it portrays you you as having to turn down Malcolm in the Middle that you were offered it was that real or was it another tv show?
2: No, that was a uh, those fake. Um, it, 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 it,
1: but was there another tv show with that? No,
2: it was just a photo shoot. It was a photo shoot. Yeah. So. Which I still got to do it, but he wanted me to be on set.
1: <laughs> but you got to be in a scene with Walter White. That's
2: right. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
1: Walter White, well Walter White got to be in, a, you know, be in a scene with your with the character basically. Yeah, I got to meet him that day too. That must have gotten, because you're a huge breaking band. Yeah, band no, style.
2: I showed up and talked to him, and oh, cool. it was totally crazy to see me, him. Don't you love
1: meeting your heroes?
2: Yeah, no, it was great just seeing them hanging out, and he's like, this has to be weird for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and again, The Room is what's known as a great, shitty movie that people love. That, yeah. A shitty movie that people love. We all here, the three of us, and you two, I'm sure, have... Shitty movies that that you love, like Kevin. What's one of yours? Oh,
0: uh, when I thought about this, definitely Rad.
1: Oh Oh, God, I like Rad. Yeah, Rad is a, in my
0: opinion, great. Do you know what Rad is? No, Rad got Uh, me hurt. It's a skateboarding movie. No, No, it's not not a skateboarding movie. It's a BMX BMX movie. It's a freestyle movie. Starring actually Talia Shire is in it. Ooh. Talia Shire is yes. wow. a Wow, Talia
2: Coppola. Yes. You know? Yeah, she, Talia
0: Coppola. She's she's Mrs. Jones, Crew Jones' is mom. Crew Jones is a paper boy, and they're bringing this huge bike race to his town, and he's got to beat, you know, Team Mongoose. That's that's yep. actually. Know, it's,
1: this is directed by the director of Smokey and
3: Abandoned. Yeah, Hal Needham. Hal Needham directed You don't understand this movie. how big bikes were back in the day yes. for us.
1: Hal
0: Needham? Hal Needham, Hal Needham, directed, Hal Needham.
3: directed it, it yeah. yeah. The Stuntman. I mean, the crew, it's a piece of. Isn't it based movie. in
0: Southern California, right? It's in California. It's, film and it's,
3: it's it's a really it hit me as a Laurie Lachlan
0: is in it. A young Laurie Lachlan is I in it. I always yeah, got a crush was, up Laurie Lachlan.
3: Laurie Lachlan, who was born on Long Island, Olympic
0: Loughlin. gymnast, gold medalist, Bart Connor. <laughs> oh, please. wait, Laurie Lachlan's from Long Island.
2: Lori Lachlan's from Long Island, and you said so is
0: um, Machio. Ralph Machio. Ralph Machio. Wait, yeah. yeah. where? where?
1: Macchio was Dix Hills. Lori Loughlin, I think, was Islip
0: And so was um, oh, uh, what was that other girl?
1: Benatar, London, Hearst. No, uh, more. Oh,
0: Natalie you, Portman.
1: Natalie Portman, Siasis. Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Jerry, yeah, we we've got a lot of famous
2: ones. Yeah, and Isla is where the airport is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's rad... called Long MacArthur.
0: Yes, Long Island, MacArthur. Long Island, yeah. Yeah. MacArthur. Yeah, Jack Weston. Mr. Hand, right? Wasn't he Mr. Hand? He, N- no, no Rad uh, Walson's. He Mr. was in that Mr. Hand was in, yeah. in that. So Rad to Jack me, Weston
1: was a gator. Yeah, <laughs> he was in Gator. Which uh, movie I just watched recently, a Burt Reynolds. To me, movie Rad so is just good. a good, shitty
0: movie. And for any of the It's not good. It's yes, just I mean. shitty It's good. And I have a memory of my buddy Joey, who when we built his his older brother built this BMX track in these woods back near the Beth Page Black Golf Course, which is the world's famous golf course. I don't have here he on did. Long Island. Yeah, here on yeah. Long Island. And Joey just got this brand new Skyway, and he's like, I'm going to attempt it. We're like, don't. And a the, the kid does this big flip on the bike. And Joe tries, he hits this thing, and his bike goes about 4,000 feet forward. <laughs> he tries to flip, and he lands on his neck. And we're like, oh my god, he's dead! We thought he died, and so the movie almost killed him.
3: It almost, <laughs> killed, it almost killed all of us. Like we all tried a, crazy shit at that point.
0: That's a good film if it inspired a young person to go out there and follow their dreams of, of being a BMX champion. So bike for
3: me, yeah, were bike wars when we were kids. Yeah, he's Diamondbacks. Dinos. And, yeah, those like, were big. Back yeah, back the yeah. big, like and the big. And that movie was, was celebrated. The Mongoose one. California. Everybody wanted
0: the yeah, Mongoose California? That was mongoose. the big bike. So for me, rad audience out there, big check it out. Rap. That's oh,
1: fine, but that's the
3: purpose the of this exercise. I Rad
1: once and that was enough. It's a good <laughs> sham movie. Greg, I know you've got a few that you, you have on your list, but give me, give me an old one.
2: An old That's one. It's a
1: great shitty movie.
2: Um, I think it was a movie from 1991 by Tom DeSillo called Johnny Swade.
3: Oh, it's terrible.
2: Yeah, it's just I remember. I remember <laughs> I was an aspiring actor. I really liked Brad Pitt, and I saw yeah. this on late oh. night TV, and I recorded it on VHS. <laughs> and I'd watch it, and I just could not believe how bad it was. Like Brad Pitt was trying to do some like New York Ricky Nelson, <laughs> aspiring singer. And Brad it was, Pitt had
1: some crappy movies in the early yeah. days. Who, that one, Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. Pitt cool World? Cool World was World, awful.
0: Yeah. Cool World, I had high hopes for that. I thought that was going
1: to be cool. No. It but, was bad. Yeah, they're, they're well, supposedly because wow. it was drastically cut by the studio. Uh-huh. Like
2: How did he get cast in that?
1: It was back It was a big project.
2: Yeah, but what had Pitt done to that point?
0: Not much. Was Legends of the Fall before Legends of the Fall was before. After, no,
2: was after. It was after? It was after? Legend of the Fall was nineteen ninety four. Cool World yeah. was nineteen
3: ninety two. Thelma Louise. Right. It was Thelma Louise. Thelma Louise. Yeah. it. And River remember. runs through it. And probably, probably California. California. River runs through it was a really good movie. Kind of boring. No, it was bo- but it, it, really good story. Like there was really good Cal- arcs in there. Like that was a good film. But California also, hmm.
1: which is a really good serial killer. That was ninety three. Yeah. So Cool World was after California. All right, so Johnny That's Swade. Sweet. So we have Red. I don't know if you can even find Johnny Swade. We have Red, Johnny Swade.
0: I'm
3: going with another Johnny. I'm going with Johnny Mnemonic. Awful movie. Oh, oh they did a black and white like
2: screening it. of that at Alamo Drafthouse. Uh, really? A Texas? Johnny
3: Mnemonic? Oh, wow.
2: Texas, it, yeah, it's a really go. good,
3: like, shitty movie, dude. I'm telling you. Go back to yeah, no, Reeves it. has got a couple of those. Johnny I go Mnemonic was Johnny, cool. You know Mnemonic. What,
2: these guys got really smart because... They just stuck to franchises now. John Wick. Yeah. You know. Uh, the new
1: one coming out Friday. Yeah. Three hours long, the movie is.
2: That's what I'm saying. They they, they got really smart and just started um, like Vin- sticking yeah. to franchise. Look,
3: yeah, yeah, think about him. Matrix. And then ro- yeah. writing to Billy Wick. Ted. Wick. Yeah. Look at Vin
0: Diesel, right? How many uh, Fast and Furious?
1: Cruise. All the Cruise has been doing for the last... Mission Impossible. Yes, wow. Mission Impossible and... Uh,
2: Yep, because yeah. Cruz is um, thinking, well, I'm going to waste time with other stuff. I know this is a slam dunk. Yeah, down, right? oh, it's
1: a win. IP, it's, a, it's a slam dunk. It's a slam dunk. It's a win. Macquarie, um,
2: like, they're cool. You, you were telling me last night, I had no idea Macquarie went that far
3: back. Yeah, usual suspects. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, he went all the way Won there. The Oscar for it. Oh. Um, but mnemonic, it's yeah. Mnemonic is a good. Go back and watch it. It's a, it's a good shitty movie. A cyberpunk movie,
0: yeah, pretty yeah. much. But it
3: was God, weird because I think He that. did that,
0: and then the Matrix, which are kind of. Didn't he do a movie later. in like the in like around that time when he was
3: like the devil or something? Yeah, Constantine, Constantine.
2: Devil Devil's Advocate. No. Yeah, well, and Constantine.
1: Constantine. Yeah, no, Devil
3: Devil's, Devil's advocate, yeah. advocate was the one with uh, Pacino. 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 And, and- is yeah, that nice. any good? It is. Is it's it? a yeah. good bad. movie. Charlie's Theron's in that, Theron's right? Theron and in the he other plays other his wife. He did like oh, doesn't
2: music. he play the? Pacino play the devil? Yeah, yes. yeah but yeah, it's yeah. the most
1: it. over the top performance. Pacino does nine minutes of screaming <laughs> at the end of the movie. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I had a friend of mine who worked on it. He was a uh, he was uh, a uh, he was doing you know, props, and so they had to sit outside while he was doing his speech. He goes, "There's nothing greater than listening to Pacino scream for six hours <laughs> to try to get a take on a scene."
2: <laughs> it was a good, is a good bad movie. It's a
1: good bad movie. Good yeah. Good. yeah, it wasn't one on my list, but it's it's a good bad movie. All right, so take one off your list. <laughs> All right, so take one off my list. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: showgirls.
3: Oh, you love Showgirls. I
1: do. Because it's an X-rated me? soap opera, and it's hilarious. He's in love with Elizabeth Berkley. No, I wasn't. I, I he loves was, the it,
3: boobs. No, yeah. the, the
1: boobs aren't great
3: in that movie. What's know? her name? Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon She's Gershon Gershon she always was, yeah, she's she's good. She is? Yeah, she is. I don't, yeah, but,
1: you know, Elizabeth Berkley was kind of a giraffe in that movie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I... I
1: <laughs> you guys hate what I do. The movie is awful, though.
0: thought not really was good. Who was the, the male people,
2: in
1: that? Who Kyle MacLachlan. That's yeah. Kyle MacLachlan. So
2: people always talk about like being in a bad movie, whatever, but I think it's the worst when you're in a bad movie when you have something to lose.
1: And she did.
2: Elizabeth yeah. Berkeley was in a tr- like she, I yeah. thought she was super hot. She was yep. in that show that everybody loved. And I think she took a risk. And that is when you regret being in a bad movie. But because... I don't
1: blame her for taking that risk because you got a movie It's directed by the guy coming off of Basic Instinct, Reading Total Ball? Recall, Paul Verhoeven. Verhoeven and oh, he did, he did Total Recall? Total Recall, Basic Robocop. Instinct, and Robocop. And wow. wow. So he had three big
5: films.
2: I mean, Basic Instinct
1: launched. That was Yeah, that's...
0: Sharon Stone, yeah. So he's yeah. coming
1: right off of Basic Instinct, right? And written by Joe Esterhaas. At the time, Haas was Mr. Hollywood Writer. So, I don't blame her for taking that risk, but she couldn't act. She was not a good actress in the film. Um, it's outright funny at at times when it's supposed to be dramatic. Yeah, it's just it's it's an X-rated soap opera. That's why. I, it, but it's it's so bad. It's good. Did it do well? No, no. We 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 were all working at the theater at the same time. We worked at the theater at the same time, and. That film bombed. You it Came were in out the, with it,
3: something else.
1: Pete was in there a lot. I could tell you that. Oh, get out of here! Kevin <laughs> always accused me. Like, um, he, Kevin always accused me. There were certain points, like Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, scene, you know, the scene he where uh, he always accused me of being in there at the rape. The scene, end where, of Titanic. Yeah, every he, time the end with Titanic. Uh, it's, it's 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 like yeah, it's all lies. It's all lies. What are we just going
0: like two, three more here? Two, three, but, three, okay. All
1: right, no I gotta um. two uh, people each okay
0: uh, this is I I don't know how you guys because I think you guys might like this one but Legend of Billie
1: Jean yeah and there was Helen Slater Christian Helen Slater Slater, and Christian Slater Slater, who were not related they are not the Roberts so they're not related And, uh, and, and the voice of uh Lisa Simpson. Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Lisa yeah. Lisa wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a little bit. Peter Coyote's cake. in it too. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell's yes. in it Yeah, song.
3: We are, who is that? We, um, Invincible, oh.
1: Pat Benatar. Yeah, that was and a And Rebel Yells in it too.
3: Yes. That's wild. it that was one of those '80s movies, it, well,
1: it, and it's also directed by Spielberg. Christian Slater's her brother, right?
3: And wow, she, he's the one that gets her in trouble with the mini bike. He, like tries or to shoot the guy
1: or something. No, with the right? with the, with the dirt shot. bike, right? He actually shoots the guy in the arm. Yeah,
3: yeah, and that's how they all they to to the run after, after that. Now the they're against other laws. After
1: you're not missing anything, Don't, yeah. It's, this, you just, but it was Helen Supergirl Slater. Was <laughs> supposed? It was supposed to be a big summer movie, and it. Tanked.
0: I
3: just remember it always That's being right. on HBO. Supergirl. She cuts her hair. She cuts yeah. her hair. You're right. right. That's why. It's an Come HBO. I like like
0: always on pump HBO pump. and just I just
1: thought it was... It like was one of those ones that you would see... He's right. You would see it on HBO every day. Every day on HBO in the summer. That thing was on. Eventually, we're going to do an episode where we talk about movies that got a second life thanks to HBO. That, was that, one that one would of definitely them. be one of those yeah. movies, Legend of yeah. Billie Jean. Not a good one. No. <laughs> no, nope. nope. but I, it's, I will watch it, though. It's not one of... I, unlike I Brad, I will still watch Legend of yeah. Billie Jean. I'd give Rad. Rad another try. What What's another one you've got? So, I'd say a recent
2: one that I discovered is probably one that most made me understand the room uh, appeal. It's a movie on Netflix. Uh, it was during Christmas time with my parents trying to find something to watch. And we clicked on a movie called Welcome to Sudden Death. Oh. And the guy who's in it was the guy who was fighting with the Joker in The Dark Knight. The guy who's like, Enough with the clown, remember that? So he's now oh,
1: a enough with the oh, uh, the guy, um, what's his name? Uh, he was Spawn. Yeah, the guy from Spawn.
2: Yeah, so he is in this movie now. He's now a security guard. Michael. Yeah, yeah Michael I, something. Yeah, and so he's in um, the opening scene is like him and his wife in bed, but it's way too bright. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's a sex scene
1: too bright. I was or... like,
2: why is there like so much sun coming in? Like it just looked funny. And then the kids. <laughs> Everything was not lining up. I was like, "Okay." He's like, "Oh, Daddy's got to go to work. He's a big security guard. We have, we're, I'm doing a, a, you know, the NBA finals or some big thing, sporting event." And he goes to the sporting event, but it's like a high school gym, and like the guys playing basketball don't look like they know how to play basketball. <laughs> and they're like, "The billionaires coming, and the 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 city hall, the mayor, and like the guy shows up, and she's like." trying to be like this beyonce but it's like really low budget and the the boyfriend's this like rapper guy but he's like really acting up like trying to be all cool
1: were you laughing throughout
2: oh i was like if i I looked at my dad my dad was the first one to see the room and be like he couldn't stop laughing
1: so (laughs) that had to come on that had to depress you what your dad was oh i thought it was it was hilarious
2: because like if he's reacting normally he'll just be like that's good and leave so now we're watching this and he's starting to kinda of starting to smirk in the same way. And then the fight scenes start. And this guy's like a security guard and they're like it's like a rip off of the hard, rip off of die hard. Oh, okay. oh my
0: god. And the
2: guys come in, they're like punching and the guy's like laughing and, and it was just like <laughs> I we were so in, we were laughing so hard, we woke up my mom and we like <laughs> and so I watched it, I think, three times in three days. Oh wow because I was like, I gotta Holy show my brother.
0: Shit. We got to put this on. And there's there was a fight
2: episode. scene, and then like the other, I just and then so I looked it up. I'm like, how come I've never heard of this movie? Like I'm shocked no one's talked about. It. And one of the reviews said the acting is worse than the room. Oh, nice. Oh, Michael cool.
1: Jai White is the guy. Yeah. That's yes.
2: it. And I just thought, dude, this is insane. And there's like a Denny type character in there, like doesn't fit, but <laughs> it's he's <okay>. like it's <laughs> almost <laughs> like
1: they studied the room. It was
2: it was <laughs> atrocious. Was a football. It was a show of uh, basketball. Basketball <laughs> instead like of football. Do they play yeah. basketball in tuxedos? In fact, we should watch like the first 20 minutes. Yeah.
1: They play basketball they in tuxedos?
2: Mm, <laughs>
3: they should. But we should watch the first 20 minutes uh-huh. and right. see what you guys All think. Right. Yeah. Definitely
1: should. What's another one
3: you guys Uh I'm going to go with uh, an entire series of films called The Fast and the Furious. Oh, those are great. They're great, but... P- they, P- are so, yeah, P- this is they are shitty. Yeah, Pete can... i watch them. they shitty. I love Fast and the Furious. They're all the same thing. I want to see how crazy it can get. True. true. And I know they're not, like, the best but the films. Problem,
4: you know what the
1: problem with the Fast and the Furious films are? Is
3: they're not real. There's, the stunts aren't real. It's all CGI. No, there's, there's a percentage of stunts within those films that are real. Greg, have you seen all, all like, nine of them?
2: When they um, I have birds. not. I've only seen, like, the first two.
0: You're kidding. Yeah. So you haven't seen the, have the last... Second. I've only seen the first two. Really? I've never seen Tokyo Drift. Oh, I've but. seen them all. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen, seen them all. Two. Greg, I you want to get
1: yourself really drunk one night or get a girl really drunk? Yeah. All right. Here's yeah. what you do. Put on a Fast and the Furious movie. Every time Vin Diesel says the word family, take a shot. Yeah, You'll be, be in a coma. Be You'll work. be in a coma. Um, I don't like. not like... I have a soft spot for the Fast and Furious movies. I know they're not good movies, <laughs>
0: well,
3: but they're,
1: you, they're fun. They're fun movies. You
0: loved Paul Walker. That's why. Ah, I nice. still yeah. love
1: Paul Walker. He was really
0: good, that guy.
1: He, really good, that guy. he, was, he could have had a career. He unfortunately, couldn't. he was just driving too freaking fast. He wasn't driving. I thought he was driving. No, he was the passenger. I he was, right. driving I think he was a passenger. Yeah, yeah, I believe he was passenger. Wow. I thought he was driving. Yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah, I cool.
0: think he had a big career ahead of him, Paul Walker. Yeah. He could have. You know,
3: yeah. I think he would have been in the Fast and the Furious, is for sure. But it
1: seems like Vin Diesel can't do anything but Fast and the Furious. That's right. No, right. That's, that's not that true. We smart, did Riddick.
3: But it's smart business. If you have a well, they are. Black. There's another Riddick,
0: Riddick was one. great. There's another
3: Riddick movie coming, they just announced. Riddick was a great movie. I liked Riddick a lot.
0: But if it I keep... really
3: had that whole Dune-esque kind of thing that was going. And I, I I liked, liked Pitch Riddick. Black. I wasn't crazy about the second Riddick, but I liked Pitch Black. Yeah, Pitch Black. He's got a good thing going with that. I think he could probably do another. And... The, they, he tried to do another franchise with that Triple X,
1: uh, uh, triple yeah, X. Yeah. garbage. Pete, what do you got garbage. here? What's up? Uh, Another one for me? 80s movie with Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves is actually in it, and Cynthia Gibb, Youngblood. Young
2: Blood. Uh-huh. Young you think it's a
1: bad one? It's a bad movie, but yeah. it's great. It, it's it, it's a great bad movie. I agree. Yeah, I can't see, I mean, uh, just, he's a, he, we gotta toughen this kid up, and S- Swayze's character all of a sudden <laughs> just disappears because he gets knocked to his head in the eyes of his career and it's 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 a good bad movie okay. um, it's it's total 80s teenage schlock yeah and do you and I didn't believe Rob Lowe was a hockey player no nah, it's kind of like what's well, a wrestling oh, actually boy. I believed Swayze is a hockey player yeah. and Keanu was already I think Keanu, Keanu no Keanu's not Canadian Keanu was a goalie right yeah he was the he was a goalie yeah and I think he had teeth missing in it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, that girl, and that girl was a. That Cynthia. girl was actually pretty good. Cynthia Gibbs, She was pretty good, and her career really didn't go anywhere yeah. after that. She was on that Fame series uh, on TV, uh, which, yeah. which 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 went well. Fame. And that was her first big movie, and it just didn't well. Now, like I said, I will watch Young Blood anytime it's on. But I will acknowledge, Youngblood is a bad movie. Okay, yeah. Youngbloods—it's <laughs> yeah, Young What's a bad movie. What do you got, Kev? Well, hard okay. Target, John Claude Van Damme. All right, Dye. but uh, if you're gonna put Hard Target in there, I'm not. not, not, not no, just, no, 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 I'm not I'm, I'm not. I'm not against you putting Hard Target in. There. It's a good shitty movie. It is, but there's another one in there called Surviving the Game. The same movie. Same exact movie. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Hard Target? Yep. Yeah. Surviving okay. the Game is the exact same movie. Hunting humans for sport.
3: Yeah. yeah, there's and a lot of movies
1: like that. yes, but but it, his name is just so great in that movie.
3: Remember it
0: was a Chance Brudeau. Chance, Chance Brudot. That's right. It was
1: Jean Claude Van Damme. We Boudreau.
0: Boudreau. Chance the opening,
2: Boudreau. That was. I mean, I was pretty young, but the opening that was pretty intense. Yeah,
1: John Woo. Yeah, yeah. it was John Woo. Oh, was John, John Woo. That's John, yeah. that's John Woo's first American film. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Hard a great director. And
1: Lance Henriksen's pretty good in it. And um, remember the snake you like Imotep, cuts the rattle? <laughs> Imhotep, the guy from the Mummy. Imhotep yeah. is, yeah. is the henchman.
0: He cuts the rattle off the snake <laughs> like in oh My God, the guy, and he's got what's his name? Is a swamp uh, uncle?
1: Wilford Brimley yeah. is the yeah. swamp yeah. That's yeah. Right. uncle. Yeah, nothing funny to listen to Wilford Brimley trying to do Cajun.
3: Yeah, was he wearing overalls? Yes. Yeah.
1: It United a force recon, right? <laughs> yeah, but the other one, surviving the game, you had Crazy Gary Busey, you had Ice-T, you got so Rutger bad. Hauer, John C. <laughs> McGinley, and um, F. Murray Abraham chasing, uh, you know, in a, in a sport hunting movie. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, for hunting humans. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. Okay, here's the but thing, it's good. a
2: great hunting movie, or like a great field that was like apocalypto. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a that's tough thousands. movie to watch. But yeah. it's good. That's that where cool. it's that, that concept is like well done. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That was
1: a movie I didn't watch the first time, but I got a buddy that works at Disney and said you have to go back and watch Apocalypse. Apocalypse that's is really good. good. Great movie, really
3: good. Yeah, it, it's, That's it's, a very good point actually. That that, that is the, the type you want. Yeah.
1: Better than Hard Target. But Hard Target's fun. Hard Target and Surviving the Game, they're fun. They're bad, but they are fun. Yes. What's another one you got? What do we
2: think about Rocky 4?
1: Uh, is that what is on your, on your list?
2: Nah, I'd say yeah. probably Rocky Five. Oh yeah, oh, no,
1: but I can't watch Rocky Five. He it, hates Rocky I, Four. It's tough.
2: I think uh, here's though. the thing with Rocky Five. I was like, I, I, did they just make it for to make profit? Because like, mm. there's no way they believe that Tommy Gun thing was like,
3: yeah. Or well, Rocky
1: how? Five was how many years after Four? It was right after get the play.
3: Oh, years or in the movie? Five years. Five, five
1: years. It was five years. But in the movie, it's directly after four, right? Get
0: Adrian! Yeah, he's shaking shaking in the shower.
1: It's so the whole idea of having Rocky lose everything sucked. Because why would you.
2: Yeah, give her, it was sort of depressing.
0: It was odd, though. Why would you give Polly the power of attorney when yeah. Adrian was like of,
1: of sound mind and body? Adrian, yeah, why would Polly lose everything? Oh,
2: right? and that's. And that's and, right. that actually,
1: I never thought of that. That actually is a terrible plot. Polly blow all the money. Pauly, yeah, Pauly, yeah, signs right, away everything. They, they steal everything. Yeah, from Polly somehow. Somehow, Paulie's
0: involved with them losing their money. What's Paulie's last? Paulie, uh Polly Panini, or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah but cool. wait,
2: but then he's got. So he goes back to the gym that he started. Yeah. And then he, he tries to like reconnect with Tommy Gunn.
0: Is yeah, he, I'm with Greg on this. I think it's a good shitty movie. You despise Rocky Five. I remember hate he's it. like
2: my rings yeah. outside. Like yeah, that's yeah, what he Yeah, Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's
2: right. I, and I Oh, think, he was supposed to die at the end of Rocky Five. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. he was. And yeah. I think if they would have went with that ending. I might have had a little bit more respect for it than I do now. I have. And I I got psyched. I said, okay, Avelton's coming back, the director of the
3: original. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, why did he come back for that? Yeah, I on? think you're right before. I think Cash Grab. We were going to do a whole podcast on films we think were made just for like tax write offs. <laughs> <That's laughs> tax write offs. <laughs> tax write offs and cash grabs. That, that's one we're going to do. Now. We have to. <laughs> because so, that, well, yeah, why, do,
2: why did he come back to, to direct right. that
1: one? But Stallone they threw they, a well, bunch of money. Stallone out. was the biggest it. whore in the. And one of the biggest tours around as far as cash grabs go. Yeah, but Rocky's was Rocky like, Four cash grab? No, I don't um, think so because Three was a big movie. He, Rocky was, was, it was. Yeah, big it. I
3: think at that point with it was four, a big hit. Three was a
5: big yeah.
2: hit. It was with Mr. T, I, Mr. T and I, the Tiger. Mr. T and
1: I. It's it's actually my favorite.
2: It is the best the one. franchise. I like it.
1: That's big, It's an hour and forty minutes, and that thing just moves. The and you love now that the best villain that you've ever liked in a movie is now a good guy. Apollo. Apollo
3: yeah because you could really not Apollo like the was
2: the bad guy in the first one
3: in the first two sure Yeah, but you liked him I liked you liked him. him he's the villain he's, he's battling Rocky Mr. T was actually the first bad guy Rocky fought we are like alright I wanted to villain? kick this guy's
0: ass or is he just the adversary
3: the adversary right same thing though not it Clover really. was a
0: villain Cloverline's a villain
3: that's and, what I mean like you wanted him to beat up Mr. T where with Apollo you're like yeah, okay this guy's kind of me. like this is an equal fight. I like kind of both of these characters and I think that's what happened to me with the Rocky franchise for a while
1: where <laughs> once you killed off Apollo Creed
3: uh, I kind of
1: checked out
2: yeah there was a it felt like there was a big hole in Rocky 5 yeah. yeah like yeah. something and, was missing and, and I
1: wasn't a big fan of Rocky Balboa a lot of people like that I liked one. that one I it was I okay I, I, I saw actually,
2: it I don't even remember what happens
1: in Rocky Balboa, they get him back to fight, fight an exhibition match. It's, it's nothing worthy. His son's
3: in it or something, right? Yes. Yep.
1: He's got to reconnect with his either. son. I actually ch- started checking back in with the Creed films. Because I said, okay, these are well made, and it's bringing characters full circle, and it's got a good story. So I checked back in with the Creed films, but it, I checked out once a, once Apollo died in Rocky Four, I checked out.
2: <laughs> what did you think of uh, Creed Two? i liked it i didn't see i like so one or two three. i want to see the
1: third one i haven't seen with it but Stallone's not in it right no he's so fighting one, with right. the producers
2: oh that's right oh, right yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why he wasn't
1: in it Yep, he's fighting with the producers and they said because michael b jordan directed creed 3 and he said he begged him do just do a cameo for me and saw an do issue
0: it. with the producer and his son right the producer and the son, because yeah. they're
1: stealing the rocky characters and coming up with spin-offs for him and he doesn't get paid for it right but look, that's the deal. You signed in '76. You signed all the rights over.
3: That's, that's a, a young with Drago, actor, right? You know? They want to do. A they,
1: Drago. they want to do a Drago. I think a
3: series is That'll what they play. want to do with Drago. Uh, all right, Sean. What do you, sure. do you want? To do? Um, all right, uh, John Wu. Uh, I will do face off. Face off. Well, John Nick, that was a great. He directed the <laughs> face and- off in that movie. Oh, it's a it's a it's a brilliant, great, it's a, the, the brilliant, great, a, it's great a brilliantly it's a directed script. action it film. The Travolta that was the script. Travolta, really, Travolta. yeah, yeah. script. So makes it shit. But the film <laughs> itself, the direction in that film, there are some action sequences. He's pulling them out of like, like his, I, his I, I'm not, uh, files.
1: But it's like boom, do but this. But there was this, one point where he's in the church. I'm like, okay, John Woo, enough with the fucking dogs. Every movie's got to have the dove. It was
3: almost an homage to his
1: whole like library. His whole library. Every movie he's got doves in it flying. It's so. Yeah, I think he had it
3: twice in that movie actually.
1: You, you've seen Face Off, right? It's hilarious. Had, so I think he had
3: doves twice. I twice. He did, yeah. I, but, I mean, the it's, that's
1: another thing with the whole weird thing with the touching of the face and Face the, Off. Face. No, well, well, what? like when they touch the kids' face.
3: <laughs> and, and, and in jail. Then you got with the magnet boots. Yeah. That was so cool.
1: Nick Cassavetes like, and and Gina Gershon's playing his sister, and they're making out or something. The slow that, motion scene
3: with the uh, uh somewhere over the rainbow. So that's actually pretty. That's cool. a great, scene That's a great rainbow. scene. dude. the kid with the muffs on? That's
1: a Cassavetes' kid. And in that fight is it really? That's Cassavetes' kid. No, no. Oh no! The, the,
3: the, the John Cassavetes' kid. He's
1: in, Cassavetes that, kid.
3: in his like lair. That slow motion fight scene is incredible. <laughs> that that gunfight and. You know, it's funny.
1: When Travolta is playing the bad guy, that's usually when Travolta's at his best. He's good. He's a he's good bad guy. He's always good as a bad guy. Travolta's a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's always good as a bad guy. It's always Travolta when he's the most interesting. Yes, definitely. But he's not vanilla.
3: And the movie, it was, it was shit because of the script, but the direction made it good. But Nicolas Cage had two
1: that summer because the month
3: before...
4: He had Con realize. Air. Con Air. Oof.
1: And we've talked cow. about Con Air, but Con Air is classic shit. <laughs> yeah, classic shitty, but beautiful <laughs> in its own right. It, it's, I, mean, I mean, destroying Las Vegas, plane crashing into Las Vegas. Disaster. Movie. Just a bunch of
3: guys. On the, you got John Malkovich. You got John, John Malkovich. <laughs> like, you got John
1: Malkovich. You got Bing Rames, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> uh, Ch- Chappelle gets thrown out of a plane and... We leads did into a car. already. Yeah, she, I know, yeah, but it's,
3: it's it is a shitty movie, though. That's, yes, in the same, you're right. You're t-
1: but so that's your pick? No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, Cage goes back <laughs> to back. He's pulling
3: Cage up twice. Ah,
1: he loves on. Nicolas Cage.
3: No, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna go with a more The probably the first movie that Mark Wahlberg was successful in, and that's Fear. Oh, I like Fear.
0: That was
2: the it's first one a, that he leaned into his personality yeah. that he had had as a rapper, and it worked.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: But it's, it's a bad movie. That's a great point. That's exactly what he did. You're right.
0: It's the like, badass, right? The badass Marky Mark. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's,
1: got, it's got some out and out moments of hilarity in it. Mr. Walker,
0: let me know.
1: Let me know. he screaming at the Dog's it. head comes uh, through the Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, the, crazy. The movie. way William Peterson throws him out the window at the end and just turns him, spins him, and throws him out the window. I see Fear being a shitty movie. Yeah. A Fear is a shitty movie, but it had, a, I mean, it had a catch. You got Wahlberg, William Peterson, and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. And um, Amy Brenneman. That's right. Amy Brenneman's in that, too. It's a good, bad movie. For yeah, me. I,
0: agree. I agree. One more reach. Cap, get My last one is uh, another Stallone film, Over the Top. It's, it's a good shit. It's a good shitty movie, though. It's <laughs> Lincoln Hawk. You, you had to see Lincoln Hawk. One yeah. of the worst names ever for a character He turns the hat backwards, like he's
3: trying to. They made a movie about arm wrestling. Yeah,
0: <laughs> those guys were legit arm wrestlers in that movie. Save his child, you know, from the mother dies and awful song.
1: Oh, that's
3: a Maybe great half, kid. I lost. like Teddy Loggins.
0: That's one of my least favorite. I the, the
3: kid was. was the grandfather was taking the, the kid. Was trying
0: to take the kid, he tried to give um, Hawk like half a million to let the let the kid because the mom passed away. That's and then, right. the kid wasn't David Arquette. was no, Katie no. The kid was. Uh, I
3: just remember Hawk turning. It, it wasn't David Arquette. Backwards.
0: It wasn't Balthazar Getty either. Robert
1: is in it.
3: Yes,
0: yeah, he's, yeah he plays, the father-in-law. He plays yeah. his father-in-law, the grandfather,
1: the grandfather. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a bad movie. Oh, come on, Bull Hurley, right? He turns the hat around, and he turns into
0: the, the truck.
1: But Stallone, I, Stallone, had a run of those good bad movies. Demolition Man is Yeah,
0: Demolition is so Judge Dredd. bad but so good. Judge
1: Dredd. Um, Cobra. Co- oh, Cobra's no, Cobra's Cobra. so bad. Don't go it so on Cobra. much, no,
4: I'm gonna
2: throw in another one. Tango and Cash.
1: Oh, um,
5: yeah. I,
2: <laughs> a, and I agree.
1: It's awful. <laughs> that's a good shit. Yes, but one. I love watching Tango and Cash. Agreed. Terry Hatcher. Yeah, no, Terry, Terry Hatch that was a, like one of her dates, she was yeah. pretty in that yeah. that
3: was Stallone being the smart one right and you know the wild man but you know the yeah. story behind that right
1: <laughs> no. they, they basically fired the director on that movie <laughs> and Stallone and Kurt Russell literally took the movie over that was the second because that also happened on Tombstone they fired the director off of Tombstone and Kurt Russell basically directed, directed Tombstone well, I like
3: Tombstone
1: yeah Tombstone was good Terry but Funk you, was also an over the top, just like Roadhouse. Terry Funk is an over the top. Yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stallone's got a run of really good <laughs> bad movies. Yeah, Demolition, I, yeah, Demolition Man.
3: Demolition, Demolition, yeah. Yeah. Sandra Bullock's first She movie, right?
1: she makes that movie good though. She is she is just starting to hit her peak Bullock in, yeah, it, in that movie. Yeah. I think she had done Speed already. I don't know. And you had Rob mm-hmm. Schneider in it and Benjamin <laughs> Brad No, Speed was like ninety four. Yeah, Speed. Dennis, Dennis Leary. Dennis Lee, Wesley Snipes. What, what were we saying about Sandra Speed?
2: Sandra Bullock, I think Speed was after.
1: Speed was after Demolition? I Man. think so. I think so, yeah. Um, Speed, too, is a piece of garbage. But Jason
0: weird. Patrick, yeah.
1: Ugh, it, couldn't there be anybody more wooden than Jason Patrick? <laughs> and that guy is um, Jason Miller's son from The Exorcist.
3: Crazy. He was Stallone and his mom
1: stop or my mom will shoot yeah that piece that's of garbage is terrible
3: was that around that same time though yeah
1: it's all during that, that period of, from, yeah. from the from I don't know
2: why that's I just question I <laughs> mean Rocky 4 do you think Rocky 4 is a good
0: movie
1: I do yeah it's it's competently directed it's just I just can't say that they killed off the character and have you seen the new recut Rocky he
0: redid 4 he
1: redid 4 Kevin's seen it
0: it's good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was better. It, but it, it was it, better? It's what better. Did, it, what it, what change it, it
1: changes it, the whole... Yeah, it changes no, the perspective a little bit. Like You get to see a little
0: bit more of like uh, the, training's, the training's different. They cut the the beginning a little bit different. It's
1: just a little bit... It also doesn't portray different. Drago as such a villain.
0: Bill, yeah, it gives a little more humanity in Drago.
1: Yeah, I, right. That he's a puppet.
0: Yeah, the director's cut
1: was good. Uh, the director's cut's good. It really gives a different complex to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would definitely recommend watching it. You got one more?
0: You need a demolition man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Tango with... Tangle Cash is good.
2: Let me think here. Private Resort.
1: Oh, oh Johnny oh, Depp oh, and Depp. Rob Morrow and Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, yeah.
2: Dice is in that?
1: Dice is in Private I Resort. I about that one. Yeah. It's funny, I just Hector saw the trailer L. for L. the other day. Huh? Hector Elizondo. Hector Elizondo is in it too, that's right. Remember he gets oh. that haircut? <laughs>
3: yes. They cut he dresses a woman in the movie? Yeah, too? they cut all his hair off. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch that. It was that a good movie. Bad movie. That
1: was a big HBO movie yes. too. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was Johnny that
2: one, Depp doing. Was he doing 21 Jump Street at that point?
1: No. No, I later. think it's prior to 21 Jump Street. Jump Street's that's, I think Private Resort's right after Elm Street. Not oh. Too far after Elm Street. That's right, he's in Elm Street. Yeah, he's oh in the first gosh. nightmare in Elm Street. He's the one that gets pulled into the yeah, bed. Yeah. Um, Man, it's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> but Rob, Rob Morrow, too, was in that movie. Yeah, holy shit. And the Dice Wait, Man, yeah. The Dice Man's yeah. and it's. I think it's his first movie.
2: What does he do on that? Isn't he like.
1: A, uh, uh, is he, is he a villain
3: remember. in that Dice?
1: I haven't seen it in years.
3: I forgot about
1: that movie. I know. I have totally like, forgot. Once he it's said
3: like, it, it started flashing in my head. Like, yeah, coming back. I'm just starting to like, think
1: of all the people who were in it. It's just like, I'm going to have to go watch Private It's short. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes long. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a really short movie. i got to go back and watch Private Resort again. Just to see how crap yeah,
0: it's. It's like, it's like the Flamingo Kid. You get them confused. Probably. I
3: like the Flamingo Kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Flamingo Kid's a good movie. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you got? Because uh, Matt Dillon's. Yeah. yeah, he's so, always exactly we right. professed yeah. our affection for Matt yeah. on the show many times. Yep. He's a better actor than he's ever been yes, given credit for. I agree.
3: Yeah. What's your what's your last one? Uh, I'm gonna go with Flash Gordon. Great movie. Oh, shitty, but shitty. It is look at it for what it is, but it's awesome. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Sam Jones. Yeah. Uh, uh and Ming. Who played Ming, Ming? Pete? Von Matt's Von Simon. Yeah. And it's just it's a cool movie. It was a cool movie when we were kids. It's still a cool movie now. Queen did the soundtrack, which is amazing. We always but that's, if you really look at the, if you really look at the script, it's kind of a crappy script. It is. It, that was well, supposed, supposed to be a
4: trilogy,
1: right? Wasn't that? Oh no, well, it was going to be a series. But a series, yeah. you know, I think that Sam didn't get along with Dino De Laurentiis, who produced the film, uh, and right. sabotaging any
3: like sequels. sequels or whatever, yeah. but it's a good, it's a good, shit, it's, a, it's a good, shitty movie. It is. it's uh, like You it's got also, what's his name? Timothy Dalton's in it. Oh, yeah, funny. he plays He's the he Robin it? Hood yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timothy Dalton's yeah. in it. And uh, I think, um, when oh, they're sticking the hand in the stump, you know, mm. like, oh god, what's gonna happen? Hmm. Remember when, when that's a Timothy Dalton's character made Flash and the thing was gonna bite him and kill him? Oh, the scorpion, whatever. so nerve wracking when I was a kid. Yeah, it's um, they're playing football. I, uh, <laughs> go, Flash, go. <laughs> I yeah. like Flash Gordon. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm up. not saying I don't like it. I'm saying you, you can't say that that script is is strong. But it's based off a of 30 serial. I think you're.
1: Yeah, uh, you're not. Uh, Flash stuff. Gordon I I was a quarterback for the New York Jets in that yeah. movie. Yes, quarterback for the like like yeah. Boomer Esiason.
0: And I think you have a tops trading card.
1: Um, I've I've got one more left here, and I I, I don't want to do another Travolta or Schwarzenegger, even though I did have it on. <laughs> It's it was Travolta and Schwarzenegger together. If you've never seen the sequel to *Saturday Night Fever*, *Staying Alive*, um, they did it on the on the don't, from the shelf podcast. Don't, it's uh, it's one of the worst movies. I, no,
3: that's not one of the don't pick the third one. So don't pick the third one. So don't pick the third, third one. I'm not getting into it. No,
1: Sean doesn't want to get. I, I'm not going to pick Arm Again because Sean loves Arm
3: Again. Last action hero with
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: it what's that
2: been. movie about? I he remember could've. liking the
0: concept like, it yeah. was yes. a great concept.
1: Yes. It's a great concept. Kid gets sucked into a movie Ooh, with his yeah. favorite action star because he's got a magic ticket. Yeah It's great a great idea. great idea for a film. Shane Black's one of the writers on it. and the execution was the execution was fine too. There's one big problem. The kid in the film sucks. Yep, a, he's
3: terrible. And
1: it also opened up against Jurassic. Park. And
0: it
3: opened Park, up the same day
1: was, as Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, not a good. Because Sony no. thought, well, we've got an action uh, comedy with Schwarzenegger against dinosaurs. Yeah, that was not.
3: That was not. Smart, a, that was idea. not a
1: good idea. But I thought
0: Last Action it could have been a lot better. It could. Have,
3: was, it could have been. A, it, but it I don't should. know how much better it could have been. So much better. With the, the other than the kid, it was really. So he gets
2: sucked into a movie with, with his favorite, his favorite, favorite action. Directed by
3: John McTiernan, who was coming off of Die Hard's, and basically they know he's a kid. So now the bad guy wants the kid and the ticket so he can get into the real world. He, the bad guy realizes right yeah, that he's yeah. in a movie and now he wants to escape into the real world. So it's this whole thing where they, want, wants the protect- they yeah. want the ticket. They want the ticket. Go back idea. and watch that.
0: You rewatch that. Me we watch it? Yeah. It's the the kid is shit.
3: You're saying it's better than I'm
1: giving it credit for? I think it's good it is a shitty
0: movie. I think it's but it, a little I don't bit think better. It's as bad as we think. I
1: think it's, it's so, fun. but I think it's so shitty only because the kid sucks.
0: And I just remember when I saw that, it was the same time I was like blown away by Jurassic Park. Everybody was and blown then, away by Jurassic like,
1: Park that summer.
0: Last action on number? Is the last action year of bombed?
1: It did. Yeah, it did. Dang. I mean, Sony. It was weird because they had Cliffhanger, which opened a few weeks before, which was a hit. Yeah. Then they thought they had their h- bigger hit with Last Action Hero, and that tanked. And then the one that opened two weeks after that was in the line of fire that was with Clint Eastwood, and that was a huge hit. So the bomb was actually right there in the middle. That was a big Wait, some cliffhanger break- opened before? Huh? Cliffhanger opened cliffhanger before? opened up early May. Which, which breakdown was also uh, no breakdown was not something ninety
3: seven. Yeah, breakdown. What, what did you think of cliffhanger? Oh, I didn't like it. it I like cliffhanger. Oh, I
1: a- I like Cliffhanger because it was something different for Stallone it was, yeah, an yeah, action, yeah. it was different It was a mountain climber right I like <laughs> Cliffhanger Cliffhanger was fun it was cool looking John Lithgow over the top as always yes Michael Rooker from uh, <laughs> Guardians of the uh, Walking yeah. Dead plays his buddy Yeah, yeah. I like cliffhanger, yeah, cliffhanger Cliffhanger was cool but if you haven't seen last action Hero, you should give it a watch It and uh, I, I'm curious to see if you you go back and watch it and, and realize how bad that kid is the kid movie. is
3: bad Okay. I haven't seen it in a while like a long time but I remember being and then like I remember
2: them chasing idea. people and like that's all in a movie that the ticket got him into yeah the ticket yeah, got him into yeah. It.
1: And, and it's got a big cast it, it just it could have been great the guy with the eye yeah Charles Dance yeah, target eye it, it could have been great and it wasn't that's what the problem it's just a good idea it's a good idea that they failed sequel <laughs> reboot. reboot reboot the damn thing reboot it, yeah,
3: it, um, it with the rock I guarantee you make billions Probably. guys
1: this is going to be our longest episode ever this one in an hour and an hour and 48 minutes right right. Now. kevin you want to bring, bring us out here we want to thank our one, special yeah, guests. I mean, all great
0: you know thank you so much Absolutely. greg for being here and giving we, us your time yeah, and to our we'd like audience. to have you
1: back this summer next time you're coming up with the topic though. <laughs> that's, that's all right better. we'll have back again Yes,
2: we'll talk, we'll talk great UFO movies. Oh, that's Ooh. cool, yeah. Well, that's, yeah.
1: there's a little hint more about that coming down the road for you, though, but we don't want to get too much into it. Right, uh, right oh. U- that's actually a great idea. We'll talk about great UFO alien movies. Yeah. I love it. Um, remember to email us at bucktoothgremlins at gmail.com. we still saying it. We're going to have a website up soon, Facebook and Instagram pages. You all can make a difference by following or subscribing mm-hmm. to us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or your podcast home of choice. And if you listen to us on Apple and you like the podcast, any reviews you can post will help us get the word out. As always, thank you for support. Stay bucky. Stay bucky, folks. Thanks again, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, thank you. Me.
2: a problem with Lisa, she said that I hit her. What? Well did you? No it's not true, don't even ask. What's new with you? Well I'm just sitting up here thinking, you know. I got a question for you. Yeah. You think girls like to cheat like guys do? What makes you say that? I don't know. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I don't have to worry about that because Lisa's loyal to me. Yeah man, you never know. People are very strange these days. I used to know a girl, she had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street.
0: (laughs) What a story, Mark.
2: Yeah, you can say that again.